Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, all right, all right. Hello, Nemo, hello, Nemo, Nemo. hello, beetle, 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 <laughs> screedle, screedle. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities are desperately searching for a killer accused of going on a rampage. The search for a possible serial killer. An urgent manhunt for a man authorities believe is behind a triple killing spree. Police here speculating that a possible serial killer may have struck again. Told her to get out of the car and that's when she became afraid and then I shot her. Welcome on to... Jesse Wiseman's Crime Corner. Yeah. We don't have any uh, titles from the last one, the Menendez oh, brothers. Yeah. I have them right here, actually. <laughs> Great acting. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. All right. All right. Okay. So this is from the Menendez brothers trial, which I always tell you guys what you need to know from that. But come on, if you don't know. Two rich-ass brothers uh, that kill their parents and Mm -hmm. in Beverly Hills, super, super rich, Mm -hmm. go on a spending spree, uh, end up getting convicted, and they're in jail right now, but they said that their parents molested them to try and get out of it. Does that work? That seems about accurate For any of the... Because I'm saying, like, I, I like to do a synopsis so that you kind of know where these titles are coming from. Yeah. There's some fucking bangers. There's this some fucking time. bangers, dude. Yeah, there's some good ones. None of them are from Ruben. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding, Rubes. You're back in the fucking mix, buddy. He's back in, yeah. Back it- in, bud. I love that you realize the love I have for you. We love you, Ruben. Even when I tell you. To fuck off and get off the boards. You know it comes from, you know, I love that we understand each other now and you know that it comes from a place of pure love and you're my favorite. Having said that, let's read Rubes first, right? (laughs) Ruben. So for the Menendez bros, Rubes titles. All right. The Boomstick bros. Boomstick bros is good. (laughs) Which I like. Yeah. I don't know why. But I like Boom it. Boomstick's a shotgun, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom the Buckshot Boys. I like that we're doing boys in there because I really liked the, oh, yeah, the like idea of boys. them being little boys, even though they weren't, right? <laughs> Buckshot Boys. The Buckshot Boys. And then, so this last one is Toop and Shoot. Toop and Toop, Shoot. Toop, the Toop. Toop and Shoot. Ooh. Rube. Ruben. Rube. Toop and shoot is good. Front runner. I think front that's, that's his best one. Toop and shoot. Woo! The toop and the <laughs> shoot. Okay, nice. All right. Danielle Wheeland, suck girl. Beverly K. 
kill billies. Fucking can I guess which one that you like? Can I guess which one you like? That one is. Yeah, obviously, obviously, front runner already. Oh, yeah. um, Stoco. They've uh, they've submitted. They've some been good on the ones. boards before. Okay. Yeah, they've submitted some good ones before, and this one is fucking mm, good. Mm, mm, mm. Boys to. Menendez. Boys to Menendez. Shut dude. up. Shut up. <sighs> yeah, we're going to have to do, do I like need to go any? F- do I need so to many... go any further? That you one's do. really fucking good. Boys to Menendez Boys is fucking to insane. Menendez is really fucking good. Fuck. Do All right. Shoot. Boys to Menendez. And what was the other one? Which one before that? Beverly yeah. Killbillies. Beverly Killbillies. Fuck. Great. So you you know I love an alliteration. <laughs> you know I know I love a '90s reference. Okay, so Matt Tech. This is a T-shirt idea. Yeah, it's just honorable mention, Matt Tech. Fuck tennis. Let's burgle. <laughs> it's good. I want that fucking T-shirt Dude. so bad. What would it be though? Would it be like? Their, their faces or their... Because they do have... They have photos, black and white photos of both of them oh. in like... You know what I mean? Like in, in tennis, tennis, like in full-on matches. I can just put the, the fucking... And then just put the little thing over on. them as they're... Ooh. But it's small and you can't really tell. Yeah, I could do that. Or I could Black try to on draw black, it. kind of like what you have right now. Yeah, exactly like this. Yeah. Who is that, by the way? Oh, this is a Czech president. Of uh, the former Czech president that that uh, they all liked. It's like the only Czech president that young people thought were cool. You see the back; it looks like a. But you thought it was like a, a metal band, right? I thought it was back. Steve McQueen or something. And so that's how they. That was his promotion. That's his name. Yeah. That's Fuck. His, that's Dude, a the Czech Republic. Yeah. That, they're so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. I get know, your whole shit. One thing about Czech, I found out they don't they don't do jury shit. There's no jury system at all. Yeah, it's only you go a in, judge. The judge yeah, is like, you did so it, that's pretty common. Like, I didn't know uh, that it was common like that. Do you remember the uh, the no leg dude, the Pistorius, which we might do? Oscar Pistorius, that was like the the runner on the blades. Oh and yeah. He was okay, like, and he okay, like killed his girlfriend on accident because he thought there was a intruder. Don't when she about, went, don't know when any... she went to the bathroom. Let's Whoa. do that one next. Okay. I'll write that one. You should. And just write it like facts only and then all like inject all of the other bullshit, right? Okay, Okay, so uh, Jody Barnett. Jody. Bald and ballin'. What? Oh, the other thing I didn't tell you guys, which you should know already, but one of the Menendez brothers, clean bald at age 14, so he was forced to wear a toupee. Yes. His entire life. That's why Now he's in, he's in, you know, jail. For so life, and he's, you know, I don't even think he has eyebrows, so I think it was probably an alopecia thing, but, like, he has no hair it's at all. It's from being now. raped, Jesse. Yeah, it's from, yeah, it's from the stress of being raped constantly, so he had to fucking shoot his mom nine times in the face. <laughs> anyway, bald and ballin', love that. The next one. <laughs> Baldin on a budget. Yeah. What the fuck? Dude. So many fucking Ooh. good ones on this one. You have a like literally. How can I choose? I was gonna say you have a problem. Like everyone, 
because we now have like this little group that like we all kind of know each other. We have 10, we have 10 people, 10 listeners. We're all fucking friends at this point. We're up to 10. Like everyone fucking know, they understand the assignment and they fucking do better than I could ever even think of myself. How do I pick? I don't know. Keep going. Kimberly Raspberry. Cuban mistrial crisis. Crisis. Cuban That's really good and pertinent, right, of the time. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> is that the last one? That's the last one. Yep. Oh, no. Is there another page? Nope. Sorry. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, um, I, got a little, I got a little more strict on the selections because sometimes these uh, go about 20 minutes long. Yeah, no, you're right. We've, we're already at. We're already going to be a, a long one. Um, Who is Gosh. It? Well, okay. Top you're going to have to say, okay, we're going to go top three. For me, number one, boys to Menendez. No, no question. Number two, I'm gonna have to go. I love a tupin shoot. Tupin shoot. Ruben, I, I mean, I love. I can imagine him saying it and thinking it's really funny. And like that's part of it, right? For me, yeah. He has a little giggle afterwards. No, he'll be totally straight faced, as he always is, right? Like he never laughs, but he'll just be like, "How about this one? (laughs) Tupin shoot, right? Okay." Beverly Kill Billies, come on. Balding on a budget, though, Balding dude. A, dude it, okay, I, so my top three, my, my top three, but by the way, Matt Tech, we are making this shirt, and I think exactly yes. how you're saying, like, on yours, it'll be, like, a picture of them, uh, bur- burgle, burgling. Fuck tennis. Fuck tennis, let's go burgle. Let's go burgle. <laughs> but it'll be, like, at the top, it'll be at the top, fuck tennis, at the bottom, let's go burgle, yeah. and then it's going to be just a, like, super cheesy burglar mask I'll put the shittiest on one them yeah. like I'll draw it I'll hand draw it hand draw it on there yeah, yeah 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 um what's your what's your front runner but Beverly I, Killbillies I love uh, Boys to Minute I think yeah it has it I love to. all you guys we I mean I, I literally it's almost like I feel like I'm on American Idol where I'm like this yeah, was such a hard up. Such a hard decision. You guys are all awesome, but it's fucking true, right? <laughs> yeah. We need a raffle I love ball the, with the Yeah, I know. And then you pick one out of there, so it's not up to us. I love that like I'm making it so serious and everyone's like, whatever, just pick yeah, it. Just pick They're like, just pick it. They're like, pick it or don't pick it. Like we really we're not even listening. Can we get to the fucking story? <laughs> we're not even watching right now, so whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna go boys to Menendez, and I love it so much. The only thing I want is maybe just one dash from men to Menendez. When we do the fucking okay. thing, but Stoko, Stoko gets the win. Gets the Whoa! win. All right, back to the. Pff, I don't yeah, know. Back to the. Oh, here, I'll, hey, yeah, here, here, Joel. Here, let me hand this back to We're you. Not recording this. Yeah, oh, Delco. Oh, oh, hey, Delco, are you ready? You are you ready? The whole <laughs> intro. Let me do your intro. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We would like to welcome a new mustache to the crew. We usually have three mustaches. Mm-hmm. Mine. Joel's and Coop's. Mm-hmm. We have a guest mustache today, uh, host and producer of Softcore History wow. podcast. That's what we're leading with. What? No, I appreciate that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you do, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why you may be. I'm in front of the camera. I know you may be an <laughs> yeah. ex. I know you may be an expert because, like, we like to have two dummies and a smart person. And uh, no. Coops usually. No, no, no. Not that you like know that much about the case. That's totally fine. I don't know anything. 
You're giving me way too much credit. Smart person? Oh, is that Bob or Jake? Mm, it's not Bob either. It's not Bob and it's definitely not Jake. We know that for It's certainly not Jake. Sure. Uh, no, we're just a bunch of dum-dums. Yeah. I own it, though. Rob yeah. just kind of says things that aren't true, but he says it confidently. I know. And that's all you need to do. So that's kind of <laughs> what we need a little bit from you. Like, you can say whatever, and I'll just be like, oh, okay. Like... I know you do have a little tidbits on the on this case. Now, is there a particular reason why you wanted me to be on this exact episode? Right. Well, the, is Perfect. there like certain comparison to uh, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or? today we're doing uh, another high-profile nostalgic case, right? That kind of imprinted on all of us at a certain time in the early 2000s. Scott Peterson and Lacey Peterson. Mm. The murder of Lacey Peterson. And if you could just put the camera on Delco right now. Um, a resemblance is, and if you want to put, maybe you can color off his hair a little bit and the beard. But a resemblance is, is uncanny. Also, your affect. And I don't, don't take this the wrong way because you're my friend and I like you. That said, but you don't. That said, <laughs> you don't exactly. It's just a personality, but you don't exactly. What? How do you say? Like, um, wear your emotions on your sleeve, right? You don't exactly. Um, stoic. Stoic. Is it? It's not even that. It is stoic, and that's what they called Scott Peterson. But he came. Been reading a lot of meditations recently. Marcus Aurelius. Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's up? <laughs> so it. I think it's perfect because. Scott Peterson, Lacey Peter, the murder of Lacey Peterson. Um, if you guys don't know this case, I mean, come on, where were you? But what we like to do with these nostalgic cases is kind of take another look in like from a modern lens. A lot of things have mm -hmm. changed, right? This is one of the last trial by media cases that we're in. They crucified my man. Yeah, yeah, your boy. Dude. Actually, I don't even know. Your if golfing I wanna, boy. Still don't know if I want to claim Scott. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, calm down. We're yeah. going to we're going to see. We're going to go through it. But it's interesting to go through these cases because we feel like if you ask people about Scott Peterson, they go, oh, yeah, the guy that you know what I mean? They just go, oh, yeah, the guy that had that mistress murdered his pregnant wife and then was trying to flee to Mexico. That's mm -hmm. pretty what? much like what people know. What? That's what happened. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Joel, do you want me to produce this as well? Yeah, so I'm just... <laughs> so, Joel, I mean, today I just need you to not embarrass me in front of Delco, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Because we've got our first guest. <laughs> Special guest. And it is he our first will, guest. It is our first guest. Um, and guest so, host. So we're, ner we're nervous. Guest host. We're guest nervous. But I'm, I'm interested to see what you guys think I see. I after. see myself more as a substitute teacher for Coop. R right. Like yeah. you guys are going to run amok. Yeah, yeah. And you're just going to kind of be like, maybe I'll wheel right, in the okay, old right? cart with the TV on it, watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And put on, <laughs> what movie would you put on? Um, that I can think of. What did they used very to prominent. play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like the one that they would. I'm trying to age myself. That's what you're asking. No, I think I saw Last of the Mohicans, maybe. Okay. Whoa. I saw Twister in junior high. Twister would be one. Yeah. Because it has to be like... We got it uh, from the black market. Mm. Shit, dog. Yeah. yeah, my mom got it on VHS, black market. Black ripped. market yeah. Twister. I would watch Twister because I want to be a storm chaser. Yeah, it was... I think we need to start a show where we go to the Midwest, start chasing tornadoes. I'm down. Just me and you, Jesse. Let's do it. Can what I if it? we just... Sure, but you got to hang back. 
Don't like long legs. Be clo- long legs. Yeah, don't be like close to us. We need a van. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could just do it here because you know there's like so many storms that just kind of like roll through. For- we're like we're out in the. We're and in the just country. Like storm chase you in it. Texas. Every storm yeah, you yeah, yeah. It, it's a tornado. It's just like, like hair this. blowing everywhere. You mm-hmm. like this? Yeah. It's just the guy working on a yard with a like a leaf blower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's we're like, dirt. Yep. That'll be my job. I just blow hit you in the face with the leaf blower. Remember when yeah. the Weather Channel was doing that a little bit during tornadoes and stuff? They'd be like in the water like this, and yeah. then you'd see like two people calmly walking behind them in the water. Because <laughs> yeah. the Weather Channel was like really trying to be a trying thing. to sell it, yeah. trying to sell it, Listen. trying to be a thing. They what? tried a couple months ago with the weather balloons, and we weren't buying it. We weren't buying it. No. Mm-mm. But I just, like, as soon as anyone talks about stuff like that in a certain way, there's a part of my brain that shuts down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if anything is Very rarely does about, my brain turn on. Yeah, no, which is why you're perfect for this case, right? <laughs> so because, it's mostly just, like, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I were to picture if you... You know, if your wife went missing, let's say you didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you would act, you, Delco, would act in the way that people would want you to act, right? Yeah. They'd be like, why isn't he, like, freaking out? Why why is he calmly, like, trying to, like, look for his wife? That doesn't seem right. He needs to be, like, hysterical. Hysterical, yeah. And doing, like, emotional interviews and... Right, which I don't know if you would do. Maybe write a book about it <laughs> immediately, like yeah. the first week. It's my written. my missing wife. You're like, what, dude? We're still looking for him. Anyways, we should get into this because you have to get back to like a dog or. Something. He's got to date some bitches. No, we don't do we don't do hard outs for dates. So he Whoa, said, well, dog. I've heard otherwise. Yeah, well, well, you're here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So you said dog, and we're going to go with that. As a father. As a fur father? Is that a thing? Fur father. A fur father? That's kind of hot. I like that. Ooh, fur father. Yeah. Like a, I don't know, like a bear. Anyway, (laughs) welcome, guys. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Got a couple recordings we're going to listen to. Um, And then Delco and I might do a little 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 live read. A little live read. read of transcripts. Okay. Just because I think you're so perfect, Scott Peterson, without the murder and stuff. But yeah. If, if TBD. he murdered. TBD. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the murder of Lacey Peterson. Scott and Lacey Peterson met in college, um, and they were married shortly after. Uh, they lived in a suburb of Modesto, California. And in 2002, the couple had been together for 10 years and were pregnant with their first child. Now, can I stop you right there? Yeah, please, because you know something about the college. The college, he went to Arizona State. Okay. Because he got a scholarship, partial scholarship, for golf. Yes. Uh, Same same university and uh, also same high school as just a little name in the golf world. In the golf world. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. He's two years younger. Uh, Phil, Phil apparently. Is Phil is two years younger. No, Phil's two years older. Two years older. So okay. Scott's two older. years younger. <laughs> Phil uh, when, was uh, a senior when he was a sophomore, I think. Right. So they played okay. for two years. And Phil, if you ask him about Peterson, has no recollection of him. Oh, don't remember. Doesn't him. remember him. It's My weird. good buddy, right? That he he went to both high school and college, college together with. with. Yeah. 
and that you know for a fact they hung out. But oh, uh, I t- I don't know. I'm Golf not. teams aren't big. It's about ten to twelve guys. Yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, I don't remember him from the football team. It's right. like the fuck? no, we had a foursome pretty much most of the time. Mm-hmm. So interesting. He would he took over. They went to the same high school. It was like uh, University of San Diego High School. You know whatever. The university's undergrad thing. Sure, if you're like, look, San Diego, rich, you're trying to be a pro golfer. I'm sure there's like other things that, you know what I mean? Yeah, so he's a little bit of a stud in high school once Phil left, so he kind of took over the team. Gets the partial scholarship to Arizona State. Doesn't actually play for Arizona State because he gets kicked off the team for partying too much. Scott? Scott. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he's a... He's One of his teammates' dad actually ratted him out, so he got kicked off the uh, Arizona State golf team before he even played one match. So Holy look, shit. this is a good insight because this guy is, no matter what he did, pretty a little bit of a douche, right? Okay. Like a, just a little bit of a douche uh, dickhead. Are you projecting right now? What's What? Are you calling Delco a douche? No. Because you're saying there's a lot of similarities about, with yeah. me and Scott. No, it was just the golf. Yeah. It was golf, no emotion, blonde hair. Still there. See, look, it's still. And like, still that's it. There. That's it. I don't think you're a murderer or a douche. But. But. You could play but. one. You could play one. You could play one convincingly, huh? <laughs> if we were to be like doing a movie about it right now, I would cast thing. you. Nope, I don't think he's a murderer at all. I don't want to be killed. So I like that little uh, fun fact only because uh, another reason why I wanted you on the show is because of like the key golf moments in Mm -hmm. this case all the way to the end. Yeah. So. And like kind of just logistics of maybe playing around how long it would take. Yeah, I do. Well, I do have one question about it in a second. But so. Phil Mickelson's bestie, Scott, um, marries Lacey Peterson. Um, like I said, Scott's 30. At this time, in 2002, they live in Modesto, California. He's a fertilizer salesman, so golf didn't work out, right? <laughs> it doesn't work out, it appears. Um, maybe when Phil was referring to scary motherfuckers, he was comfortable getting in bed with the Saudis because he's like, oh yeah, I've already dealt with Scott. Because he's been around... An alleged murderer. Murderer. Yeah. Right? Who amongst us hasn't? (laughs) Who amongst us? I think about that sometimes. Like how many times you've been either in the same room next to whatever, like to someone that straight up. I've had a friend be murdered. I've never had a friend murder. Murdered? Murdered. How? Stabbed. (gasps) Violently. By someone they knew or someone they didn't know? Drug dealer they knew. Okay. In Atlanta. Yeah. Damn. Close friend? She was a good friend in high school, yeah. She. she. Oh, wait. Have we gone over that? Have you said this on your so- on softcore to me? No, Why but we talked about it. It, uh, it happened like a year ago, two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Wait, it happened since I've worked here? Yeah, you were here. What the fuck? A uh, year ago? Two years? It. it was like right before we left the old cave. studio. Damn. Don't what the go. fuck? This is what I'm saying. You just don't really... Like, I would have never... I worked with you every day. Mm-hmm. I would have never known. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I would have. They're yeah. like, oh, my, my friend just got murdered. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, it, it didn't change. His attitude didn't change. They caught the guy. He, like, robbed them after. Yeah. Fuck. But somebody they knew. 
I mean, kind of new, right? It's not like yeah. I don't mean. I, you don't really what know I mean your drug by dealer. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. I mean by that is like a you know a brother, a boyfriend, a husband, something like right. really knew you. No, her boyfriend like, also got murdered. Along with her. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Were you sad? Sorry, am I bringing the murder yeah. show down? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was that too much for the murder <laughs> podcast? Yeah, Delco. Jeez, we like to keep this pretty upbeat, though. As as sad as that is, okay. we do. We do. All like, right, we'll just talk about my friends that died of uh, fentanyl. You know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Heroin. Because yeah. that's kind of like mm, that was probably fun, though. I mean, heroin. There's happened. a reason you do it. Yeah. It's not because it's a bad drug. Yeah. And I've had fentanyl before. Not on purpose. What? And it was fucking great. Nice. In hospital. Such a small amount, too, can kill you. Mm-hmm. It's almost like uh, Breaking Bad with ricin. Yeah. The, fa- the fact that these things exist Pretty cool. blows my mind. Yeah. And it ter- cool. makes me terrified of everything now. I, I, I very rarely... The fact that those kind of things exist and people can get them seemingly very easily and I can't get just like a fucking chill Vicodin right. is insane, right? So that's why I test strip all of my things. So like food, this energy drink here, like I gotta, <laughs> gotta be safe. I can imagine. He's like, oh, hang, hang on. Yeah, see, the, the, <laughs> fact that, it every time. the fact that drugs can kill you is why yeah. I do them more now. Like it, it makes it more fucking Right, so exciting. the test strips... Yeah, I use it on everything except cocaine because I don't think they work on coke. Mm. No, so I do that raw. I just take the chance every time. <laughs> he doesn't I eat do raw it. dog cocaine. He doesn't do any of that. <laughs> We're on page one. All right, and he's the, he's the one that's like, I gotta go, right? Yeah. <laughs> tick tick, come tick, on, tick tick. Oh, but let me interrupt you for a second. No, I'm just kidding. Please do, please do. We doing live read right now? <laughs> oh no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> um, okay, so what's uh, that on the table back there? It's distracting me. Is that the, your chicken scratch? What? Where? On the back by the light. On the back. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, I don't like it. Thank you. Fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna cut your mic, Joel. Right? <laughs> You're like a hard ass director producer. <laughs> okay. Although that kind of shit does bother a lot. They'll be like, you'll see in yeah. the comments, people like. That picture in the back is a little bit crooked, and you're just like, dude, just calm down. Um, So, anyways, (laughs) he's a fertilizer salesman. The you know the pro golfing thing didn't really work out, and he lives in Modesto, so he's not in San Diego anymore. Sorry, sorry, Scott. Maybe it could have worked, but he decided to pivot because he's a good family man. He's like, I'm gonna make a hard. He got kicked out. Honest living. He got kicked out, (laughs) and he had to fucking figure his shit out. College. He still could have made the tour if he wanted to. If he was good enough, he's probably not good enough. Yeah, but I do feel like if you're kicked out, it's like f- because you aren't like a serious person. I love you, but you're not a serious person. He was person. 18. Yeah, he's not a serious person. Is anyone serious at 18? You were, I bet. No. You were probably this a... exact beard. Oh, I didn't have facial hair until like <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> All right, so anyways, he's a fertilizer salesman. Lacey's 27, was a part-time substitute teacher. So they're just okay. like living that they're killing it. Living that boring, that boring suburban fertilizer. Uh, in the 90s, she's probably bringing in like 17k a year. Seriously. Damn. He I don't think did too bad, but like they didn't I think I saw something like 5,000 a month. That what? Together. He made? That he to- made. Mm. At uh what was the company called something USA? Yeah, but yeah. Modesto in the in early 2000s, I'm sure so that's... So 60K in the fine. 90s. Yeah. yeah not bad, not bad. Not bad at that's all. That's fine. Um, 
So on the evening of December 24th, 2002, where were you? <laughs> Just kidding. Where were you? Where was I? Where was I? Fucking partying, dude. College. 2002? Yeah. Do you want to know, know how old I was? How old? I was 11. 11! <laughs> do you remember this then at all? Like, do you have do you have memories of like seeing this on TV at all, or no. did you just see it later? Honestly, the first big trial I remember is uh, Casey Anthony. Oh yeah, and that was after this, huh? Mm. That was in college, for me. But yeah. I remember watching with my fraternity brothers, just sitting there all day during the summer watching the case. So you never were like the TV wasn't on, and you were like, "What the fuck is going on?" Or your parent, nothing. You don't like have we're cross country. Uh, I don't. I didn't hear about Scott until probably college. Yeah. Okay, interessant. All right. Um, So Scott Peterson returns home from a fishing trip uh, at the Berkeley Marina. Pretty close to San Francisco, Modesto, just so you know. Um, Berkeley Marina to discover that his wife, uh, Lacey, who was eight months pregnant at the time, was not home. And he assumed that she was at her mother's getting ready for Christmas dinner because they had discussed that that week. Despite their dog, Mackenzie, roaming in the backyard with her leash still attached and Lacey's car in the driveway, he kind of didn't think anything of it and proceeded to take his clothes off, put them in the laundry, take a shower, heat up some pizza, and drink a glass of, glass of milk. Pizza and milk. he's a fucking sicko. Is this... What? Is this a thing? <laughs> Do you think he's dipping it? Like, is this... A, does that sound weird to you? Yeah. I mean, it's weird. There's psychos that dip their pizza in the ranch, like good pizza in the ranch. I do that sometimes. Yeah, you better fucking. Bite it's your fine if it's podcast. like you know, chain pizza or oh, yeah, shitty pizza, mm, mm, shitty pizza. Mm. But like if you go to like a really oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. like no get New a New York, York slice. Like imagine at that place if I was like, hey, where do we go? The oh, um, the uh, place in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. If we would have been like, oh, can we get some ranch on the side? <laughs> they might have kicked us out. Yeah, for yeah. sure, because they already were like not wanting us there. Um, so he takes a shower, heats up some pizza, drinks a glass of milk, and then is kind of like, well, by this time he's like, okay, that's weird, right? The milk is a little odd, but I will say, I would not, you know, women are always just like, hey, give me my space, you know, like, don't, don't be overbearing, don't be too clingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like Scott's just listening to, uh, you know, being a good husband. Really, because I do have a husband that doesn't pay attention to anything. It's, <laughs> but that I, I think it's normal. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think that's too weird to be like, eh, okay, yeah, and like around, not not yeah. freak out. Like you can't freak out every time you come home and your wife isn't there, right? Right. Like, would you rather have him not worry about it, right, or blow up your phone a million times constantly and like leave you know twenty messages and be like, mm. where the fuck are you all the time if you leave for like one second? Not so, that it was incredibly easy to uh, get a hold of somebody back then, unless you had a beeper. That's the other thing. So like t- two thousand two, we don't have Whoa. cell phones. He can't just call her on the cell phone, we right? Still beeper time. We do right? We kind of have. Uh, but it's not as common. Nokia's or whatever. Yeah, but it's like, not as. They're walkie talkies. Oh, yeah. I think I still had a beeper in 2002, right? I didn't have a cell phone yet. No. So, like, you had them, but it was more for, like... Emergencies. Dads to, like, clip on their belt, right? Like, it wasn't (laughs) really, like, things that kids had or people had or whatever. Um... So, around, like, 5, 5.30, he starts to be like, all right, let me... 
let me call her mom's house and see if uh, she's there. So we called Lacey's mother, Sharon, to see if she was over there. And her mother said she wasn't. Uh Uh-oh. So he was like, well, her car's here and the dog's here. Must be cheating. So where is she? Eight months pregnant. Must be cheating. Eight months pregnant. Must be cheating. Her purse was there. (laughs) So now the mother's like, what? What? What are you talking about? Yeah. She's not there. Like her car's there, her stuff is there, the dog's there. What do you what do you mean? She's not there. Actually, my next line of thought was maybe she's popping. Mm. Called an ambulance. Oh, oh see, shit. I love that that wasn't even like nobody even really thought she that. She was 8 months pregnant? 8 months pregnant, yeah. so like maybe the baby's coming early. Right? An and you ambulance. don't have cell phones, couldn't get a hold of whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think he might have had a cell phone, but she didn't. Mm. Right. For work. Very Steven Crowder-esque. Yeah, right. <laughs> she wasn't allowed. They can't, they can't afford two cell phones um, on that <laughs> cell and fertilizer uh, salary. So then um, around 6 p.m., the Modesto Police Department get a call from Lacey's stepfather. Okay. Not Scott. I don't know. Think what, think what you will of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's listen to that right now. The stepfather. Yeah, so the stepfather's calling. Even though Scott is home, he's called the mom. He's not worried, I guess, at this point, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. He's he's not one, like yourself, to freak out immediately, right? You kind of go, okay, let's think about this, and then when I need to freak out, I'll freak out, right? It's kind of where he's at. Okay. So then the stepfather calls. Let's hear it for our next advertiser prize picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. Uh, it's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, the big game is always right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money potentially with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand dollars. It's demon time on Prize Picks, uh, so you're going at it here. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Uh, squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. Uh, and again, now you can win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. If you want to play alongside uh, alongside some of the prize picks' favorite players like uh, Meek Mill, Andrew Schultz, you can find them in the community plays underneath the promos tab of the app uh, to view the entries from some of the biggest names in prize picks community each and every week. This week on Prize Picks, I'm selecting Steph Curry for more than 29 points and the Joker for more than 10 rebounds. I think Bob's taking Anthony Davis uh, for more than two blocks and Damian Lillard for four three-pointers made. Go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use the code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match for up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash Ross Patterson and use code Ross Patterson for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah! 
Yeah. Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah. .com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some Liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a Liquid IV. Um, our kids are using Liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free Liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going yep. to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i i call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Uh, 
Okay, is that a house? What is your name? My name is Ron. I work on the Okay, what is your name? So, what you need to know from that call, weird that the stepfather's calling, right? So we don't yeah. get the, like, classic husband calling 911, and you can kind of, like, dissect that. So right. that's number one, where we're, like, not hearing from Scott. We don't really know what his vibe is. They have nothing to go off of yet. Already deciding not to take the stand. Already deciding mm. not to be, like, to talk about it at all. Um, I want my lawyer. And he said, my son said he went, he came back from golfing. Okay? So that clearly is what Scott must have told him, right? So remember that. But counteracts what his original story, right? Which was fishing. Right. So he tells the stepfather he went golfing. Then the detectives arrive at his house Mm -hmm. immediately, like pretty soon after this. After this call, this call was made at 6 p.m. I think they were there by like 6.30, 6.45. Um, Immediately, Scott lets him into the house, like gives them permission to search, come inside, look, whatever, do what you got to do. He still seems just kind of chill and not worried. Um, The family comes over as well, and they're all together there. Okay. By the family, I mean Lacey's family. Detective Al Bocchini. Boom, boom, it's the only good detective name in this, so I had to say it, but there's what a million... Bokini? Bokini. Al Bokini. Right? Bokini. So he searched the house um, and found no evidence. Nothing looked out of the ordinary. There was no uh, evidence of a murder or abduction. Lacey's purse was on the table. No struggle. No struggle. Nothing was out nothing of place. Nothing knocked over. No. No scratches. No, on like, blood marks. Wall. No, no, like, evidence of cleaning stuff up and, like, it looking mm. too perfect. Nothing. Um, Lacey's purse was on the table and nothing else seemed out of place, obviously, besides the dog roaming in the back with the leash still on. So they take Scott to the station immediately at this point, And he's being very cooperative, right? According to them. Too cooperative. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Bokini. Bokini. Um, good point. Too cooperative. And then he goes, he goes to the station, they question him, and he kind of lays out a pretty detailed timeline sure. of his day, equipped with receipts from when he parked at the marina, right? Whoa. So now, to, to Delco's point. Doesn't have his story straight, though. If he's given two different reasons of why he was not at the house right so if, if we're going off exactly what the detectives have like on file and recorded this would be his first thing that he says the only reason i point out they didn't even bring up the 911 call and him saying golfing but to me that seems weird yeah right it's definitely that, like the dad wouldn't say he said he came back from fishing he said he came back from golfing right is that the dad like Mixing it up, or I don't no. know. Maybe it just seems like the easiest thing you could have gotten, right? Right. Scott, it's just like this is what I did. Just you right. Know, stick with one, you know, outdoor sport. Although apparently, <laughs> the boat was supposed to be a present for the dad. So was oh. he still trying to keep it? Hmm. Maybe he was hiding that he was too fishing. complicated. Too complicated. Or maybe the more reasonable explanation for why he told the police this uh if 
he was golfing. It's much easier to track. A lot of people there, people at the front desk that you check in with. Right. Uh, you know, cart boys, um, playing partners. Right. Fishing, you're all alone. Fishing, you're all alone. Makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. But then why even, why even bring it up? Why even bring golf into Why the even say golf to the dad? So that was weird, right? So he's saying, so Scott lays it out. He has a very calm and collected conversation with the detectives. They don't really love this right away, but they've never met Delco, right? So they don't know that that's like a possibility that right. someone can be calm in the face of something a weird missing happening, person. right? The fuck are you saying? Yeah, I know. Like, would you be? I don't know. I don't know. Well, she's just missing now, right? Are they? We don't know. Yeah. It's that night. So it could be like, is she going to come back? Are we going to find her at a hospital? Maybe she like like, went full Amelia Earhart. Did she like go to a friend's house? Is she mad at me? Just disappeared. I I like that theory. I don't know. They know neighbors in the neighborhood. Why couldn't she walk over to a fucking neighbor's house? And then uh, I don't know. I don't know. So he doesn't know either at this point. So he says around 8 a.m., Scott and Lacey got up, watched Martha Stewart. He said it was something about lemon cookies. So he knew even what he remembered that, right? Yeah, so he has a good memory. And he said uh, that him and his wife discussed that he was going to go on a golfing trip. This is New Year's Eve, by the way. He was going to go on a golfing trip, but it was too cold. Is that a... So I need to ask the golf expert here. Is that a thing? Can be. I mean, just personal preference. A lot of guys wouldn't want to go out in the wind or rain or especially if it's I don't like golfing under 45, 50 degrees. <laughs> right. But if he's like avid. Yeah. Was going to be. And if you're going to be playing time. in Europe, like Scotland, England, you're going to be playing in that weather all the time. So like, you know, that's how golf was found. And also if it's New Year's Eve, like it's easier for him to just go to the golf course get some, you know, play with his dad or whatever instead of going all the way. If it's too cold, though. Okay. It's going to be colder on the water. That's what I'm saying. So I think fishing is a little bit more of a activity that you can do when it's cold. People ice fish in Minnesota all the time. Yeah. So you're saying golf is probably... Kind of like... Right. It's a good excuse, I think, right? But are you saying golf is like pretty, pretty common for people to be like, it's a little bit cold... Just cancel my fucking tea time, right? There's well, people you, like that, yeah. Okay. Do you, uh, when you golf, do you prefer short sleeve or like a jacket, right? The jacket will fuck up your swing, won't it? Eh, it was like cold, cold. Not really. Mm. But uh, I, yeah, I hate playing in the wind and playing in any type of conditions. Mm. For sure. So, that's why I moved to the south. I, I didn't want to fucking deal with being in the snow or the cold. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to sweat your fucking... I'd rather be 110. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess that's true. I like the cold better. Personally, cold. Sucks. Thanks, Joel. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for your input, bud. We love you. Anytime. Anyway, <laughs> so 8 a.m. So then he decides he's talking with his wife. He decides, oh, it's too cold to go golfing. Uh, I think I'm going to go take the boat out instead. He says to her. And right now he's saying to the police, right? Okay. He's saying, so I decided to take the boat out. Why you told dad golfing? Getting I guess little... dad never got an update. Dad never got the update. Yeah. Well, no, this is from the night that Scott called. And said, I just got back from golfing. I haven't seen Lacey. Mm. Or did he say golfing? Or did the dad just assume? Or he didn't hear the rest of it? Or he's freaking out too? Nobody can keep it together? Not sure. Um, 
<laughs> I, in this timeline, I'm also going to kind of add things that have been corroborated by witnesses just so that we can get the full timeline that okay. together without having to go back and talk about what the witnesses saw and the tips that they got, whatever. So in the end, this is what he said happened, and I'm going to let you know things that were corroborated. So at around 920 to 940... Scott is loading umbrellas into the bed of his truck. Uh, a neighbor reports seeing him. They wave to each other. All right, see you later. Around 9.45, Scott leaves for his three-mile trip to his warehouse, his work warehouse, where his, like, kind of office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he says goodbye to Lacey or assumed that she was going to, she had said she was going to take the dog for a walk, so she he assumed that she did that, right? So he's gone. He assumes Lacey's. Walking Walk the, dog. the dog. Bye. See you later. Happy Christmas Eve. Blah, blah, blah. Around 1018, a neighbor sees Mackenzie, the dog, roaming on the street in front of their house with her leash attached. So she puts, puts the dog back in the yard, closes the gate, and kind of goes along with her day. Oh, what a nice Scott neighbor. obviously isn't saying this because he doesn't know it, right? Right. But he did say that he went, he assumed that Lacey was going for a... Uh, a walk with the dog and he headed to the warehouse. Then he said, it's as if he knew that she was abducted walking the dog. What? Dog <laughs> sells leash on. Yeah, but he doesn't know that at this time. Right. Well, he but, saw it in the back. When right. He got home. He saw the dog in the back with the leash on it. I'm not saying that he said the neighbor put it in. I'm like kind of putting in the corroboration mm-hmm. of the witnesses in his. So then this is what Scott tells the detectives that night too. 10 between 10 and 10, 10 and 11:30 Scott goes to his warehouse. He checks his email, sends a work email and then gets his boat. That's where he keeps his boat, which is a pretty small boat by the way. Don't think like big fishing boat. This is like one of those metal it's a little putt putt. One like small outboard like those metal seats. It's not not sturdy at all. It's just like a little take it out for a little bit fishing boat. So he's a modest man. <laughs> yeah, like this is a big deal. They did buy this boat. We're like, I'm gonna take the boat out. You're the like, boat oh. probably was a giant point of contention between them. Ooh. I'd imagine with their expenses. You know, she's a substitute probably teacher. You're gonna get a boat. You're gonna for buy what? off 60k a year. Like, the fucking marina is super far. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're gonna get a boat while right? I'm awesome. eight, while I'm pregnant. Yeah, cool. awesome. Yeah, we could use that money for yeah. other things. Maybe but we should get a crib instead. Go ahead, Scott. Scotty P. Um, Did I just crack the case why they got into this predicament? No. It was because of the fucking boat. It's I always the it. boat. Yeah. Two best days of buying a boat. They buy Ladies it. Ladies don't they, like it they, when they, they, they sell men buy it. shit. You know? I see what he's saying. Great. <laughs> Love this. Love this. Love all this. Yeah, this is fucking great. Yeah, great. <laughs> Has right. uh, Ross ever mentioned buying a boat to you? No, he doesn't want to. Yeah. It's as if he saw somebody close to us buy one and it not go well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. But he doesn't do, he, he wouldn't like clean it or do, like, do anything and does Too much work, yeah. Too much work. So that's a no, yeah. right? Maybe do something where I think they do here where you can like rent it or like have a, almost a timeshare with boats out here. I, you probably know more. So than Scott I do, barely but. saw his wife is what we're saying. Um, Taking care of the boat. He's playing, you know, 
five hours. Yeah, yeah. No, I do think it's I do think it's important to note that like on Christmas Eve, this is usually a day that you're like trying to take care of stuff and get Mm. presents. You're with family, with family, or like doing last minute things or going grocery shopping for your wife, picking up stuff for your pregnant wife. But he decided that he was going to take a very long trek. Mm to literally just get the boat in the water for an hour, right? Right. Not only that, but his hobbies, his two favorite hobbies... Yes, are getting away from are his fucking Are day-long life. activities. Yeah, day-long. Golf, golf's one, where it's like, all right, fine, go ahead. Then add a boat on top of it? You're right. I've had problems with like girls who have no idea what golf really is. And I'll be like, oh, uh, we can hang out after you know my round. And they'll be like, all right, cool. And they expect maybe... Two, three hours. They text you like an hour in. Hey, where are you? I'm at the. I'm at, you're like, oh no no. We like, we're at like hole four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We and, literally. We, I know that means nothing to you, but right. um, I still got like another five hours because I it's think, a muni and it's backed up, and these guys are slow in front of us, and yeah. we're probably gonna have some beers after this. But I think if you like are in a relation, like a longer relationship, you should probably just on those days be like, I'm out. For that day. Right. Like, yeah. Don't, right? don't no, like, pencil we're me just in not, for anything on no, your no, schedule. No, no, no. Like, we're yeah. just not hanging out this day. See you tomorrow. We'll sleep together maybe. But yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, come come, home, I'll, I'll head home drunk or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And we can hang out, like, that night at your house. Don't make reservations. I don't know what time I'm getting back. Because I'll be exhausted from the sun. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, it's just, it's such a demand, physically demanding sport. Yeah, no, true <laughs> yeah, athletes. Yeah. True athletes. True athletes. <laughs> so, um... All right, so from 10 to 11.30, Scott is on his computer. He checks an email, sends one work email, and then he gets uh, his boat from the warehouse and heads to the Berkeley Marina, which is pretty far from his warehouse. So his warehouse is three miles, and Berkeley, I think, takes another hour and a half to drive there. Um, At 12, or maybe, yeah, 10 to 11. So 12.17, Scott has a receipt. I don't know if he has it in the interrogation, but he has a receipt from when he parked at the marina to put his boat in conveniently. Okay. Um, he was out on the water, he said, for like an hour from one to two. Um, this is also corroborated by witnesses that saw him coming back in. Hey, did you catch anything? No, nothing, blah, blah, blah. Now, did he do the old school trick? Maybe he did go out in the boat, right? But much earlier. Uh, when you return, little classic Delco or Philly trick I used to do in uh, parking garages. Okay. You just... You get a new ticket. When you come back. When you come back. You you just, you know, no car. You just kind of go up, push. Instead of grabbing it when you get there. Yeah, you, you push the button. You get another ticket. Looks like you've only been there for five minutes. You'd have no fee. Holy shit. Whoa. That's a good idea. Damn. Garagos <laughs> needs to fucking call you, dude. <laughs> yeah. So homie, you know, was there probably Interest five, six on? hours earlier, comes back, grabs a brand new ticket, kind of gives him a new timeline where it's just like hey no i i just showed up at this time why would i only why would i go all the way out to the marina to be out in the boat for 15 minutes yeah yeah so he's just giving himself a little extra time for his narrative Ooh, actually that's important good point this is that'll come up later Good point. Didn't know that. Thank you for being the expert. We got a detective. On all things fucking getting away with shit, right? Getting away with shit. Don't call me, babe. I'm golfing. (laughs) Um, So so we don't know. Okay. But Delco's cracking some things in the case. He's adding some evidence. So he has the receipt. We don't know. 
But anyways, he said he was out on the water for an hour from one to two. This is what he says, but you're saying, we don't know. I'm saying we probably earlier, but got the and new got ticket, the ticket after got it. he came back. And then had time to do whatever he needed to do. So, But the, it is corroborated by witnesses that saw him coming back on the boat around that time. Okay. But again, eyewitness, weeks and months later, probably the most unreliable evidence that you can Correct. have. Correct. Right? I've actually been a part of a trial, and you I have? was an eyewitness, <gasps> and I was on the stand. Oh, shit, really? When I was what? 16, yeah. What Tell did us? you uh, bank see robbery. or not see? Well, it was when I worked at a bank. And so did you remember a lot of things, or did they catch oh, you up? Oh, I misidentified him Great. in the lineup, and Perfect. then I couldn't identify him in court. And then Perfect, yeah, Holy and that's shit. pretty. Co- it's pretty yeah. common. Because like, how many times do you remember, like, if somebody asked me, like, did you see a truck driving, blah, blah, like a year like, later. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know, maybe. And then you misremember the day that you saw stuff. So he also put on like a hundred pounds of fat. He got fat. He put on, he grew a beard. Was bald now. Like so, Delco hated him and he wanted him to go to jail because he was fat. Wait, but you got robbed when you worked at no, a no, bank. I've been robbed a couple of times. Yeah, but like, it was. Did he come to you as the teller, or I was you teller, were just yeah. there? I was a teller. He was the one that came uh-huh. to you, and you misidentified. Wow. Okay. It's a long story. Sure. Yeah. For another time, huh? Jesse, um, you're not phased by the fact that he was actually robbed by a bank robber? What I love more is that he was like on the stand and was an eyewitness and had to be like cross-examined, mm-hmm. right? By like both. At like 16 or 17, I whatever. guess you didn't have, you were a, a witness for the prosecution, right? So you didn't have a defense lawyer. The defense lawyer came after me, though. Yes, so you were cross-examined by defense, and then the prosecution was Mm -hmm. on your side. Fuck. What a dream come true. (laughs) And you fucked it up. Oh, I fucked it up Oh, you fucked it up. Because that's what happens. And so when people, like, put so much weight on these, like, eyewitnesses or I remember, you know, they saw whatever, it it is usually and now is very easy um, for defense or prosecution, whoever it is, to dismantle that eyewitness. They'll be like, what's your vision? Where were you on this, this? And they're like, I don't remember. Like, can you pick? Th-? They can do all kinds of things to make to you be like, you. I was an I don't idiot know. child. For what, sure. What do I know? For sure. But even if you weren't an idiot child, it was something that happened a year ago. And people are going, there's two sides. One is going to try and feed stuff to you, mm-hmm. and the other side is going to try and make you feel like your memory and gaslight you, essentially. Yes. So that worked. So you're easily gaslit. Good to know. Um, um, yeah, you can ask all my <laughs> ex-girlfriends. <laughs> same, bro. Same. Gaslit, bros, dude. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you haven't been gaslit for 10 years? Yeah, I know. Like, if you haven't been gaslit, have you even been in a relationship? <laughs> no. Um, okay. I actually had one of them uh, hit me up for my birthday, and she's like, can I say happy birthday to you? It's like, all right, well, that's what you're going to open with. Wow. Tell me if I know who you're talking about. You do. Crab mm. <laughs> <laughs> juice. I stopped talking to her. But not really. Yeah, we don't have to address it. It's fine. <laughs> We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. We don't have to address it. Because I gave him advice, and I'm going to... Stick to it myself. Oh, no, I've, I have I didn't talk to her. You didn't respond to that? I responded with... Uh, you responded. You, you responded. You responded with I what? responded with yes, you can. You responded with yes, you can. I said thank you, hope it all is well. That's all I said. Maturity. And you didn't get anything back from that? You was, didn't get any response? That was it. 
that was you it. You do this right now. No, this is Patreon. This is Patreon. So, like, by the way, no one that we know watches Patreon. Yeah. So this is where I say all kinds of stuff because no one's fucking subscribing just to like hear me, right? Mm. But I'm not going to talk about it. But anyway, no, we're not going to talk about it. No, 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 we're not. But you no. didn't. You didn't get another response from that, huh? That ended it. That was it. Growth. <laughs> do I believe you? Growth. Are you telling the truth? I'm really proud. Let's do a lie detector test. I'm like so proud. Aww. The reason that he got that text is because he fucking took my advice. And and it might kind of feel, it feels good though, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. Back on top. He's back on top. <laughs> Our big boy's back on top. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was out on the boat for an hour. Weird. Whatever. This is what he says. And he's telling the detectives this. So as weird as this sounds... This is him saying it to the detectives. I was out for an hour, and then um, he, at 2.15, calls his eight-month pregnant wife, and he says, um, where did I, did I miss something? Oh, yeah, and he says, uh, I won't be able to, he goes, hey, hey, sweetie, hey, beautiful. They've been together 10 years. I'm sorry. <laughs> You have a better pet name by then? No, but you're not in a just normal call. I'm sorry if you're married 10 years, you're about to have like in a normal call of like logistics, you don't go, "Hey beautiful." You just get to I the point. J- yeah. What's you your just pet name do. For us? Yeah, that's probably the most damning evidence he has against him. To me it was. It was. Yeah. I don't know why, but like to me that was like you don't talk to your wife of that long, and maybe he does. Maybe he does, and I'm jaded, nobody and whatever does. it is, but Let's... nobody does. Even girlfriend, even whatever. If you're just going, hey, he was saying, hey, I'm not going to be able to pick up the present for Papa. I hate the when people Papa. call their, like, dad and grandpa that. Papa. Meemaw. Meemaw Papa. Papa. Um, My... I won't be able to pick up the present for Papa. Um, can you go ahead and grab it? Okay, I'll be home in a little bit, sweetheart. Love you. Bye. So he said, beautiful. He's asked her to do something that is kind of like what the fuck bro (laughs) like this was something you were supposed to do and you decided to take the boat out fucking two and a half hours away go out for an hour come back and now you want my pregnant ass to go pick up this thing that you said you were gonna do beautiful sweetheart so maybe that's why he was being so nice because he knew he was fucking up i don't know do you have a pet name for russ sorry yeah what are Um, your ass pet names pet names come on i don't or admit like some of your worst that you've had in the past. Come on, you've had to like when you're in a really good mood and being. Sweet no, to we each do. Other. We're old school. She's like, babe. Babe's. Babe's. Uh, I've used babe before. I've used BB. I've BB? used BB. BB. Can I imagine you saying BB? BB. Just in text. BB. 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 Mm-hmm. Not. In, not. Yeah. So. Oh, just in text. That's just different. Just in text. Yeah. That's different. Um, baby girl. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse <Dang>. me. <laughs> Joel, Joel, calm down, dude. Yeah. Calm down. You're getting hot and getting bothered over there. Over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Baby girl to her face? Yeah. In like, as a like, one, if as you're calling inserting. like all the time, if you were like, hey, I can't. The aforementioned, yeah. <laughs> well, that's why she's fucking still texting. Anyway, yeah. uh, so at 430, <laughs> he drops his boat back up to he drops his boat back off <laughs> at the warehouse and heads home. Um, and 
This is putting him. So this puts us back. If he's dropping, he's dropping the boat back off at his warehouse and then heading home. This puts us back at the time where he's having pizza and milk. Like we talked about earlier, right? Arrest the man for simply for, drinking milk. For with drinking pizza. milk yes. with pizza. But I was thinking about it, and this is early two thousands. Remember when milk was like a thing that you were supposed to drink? It does the body good. Now all the we know. Now we know. Don't do that. No milk's good. It is good, but not. I don't believe, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't believe a cu- a, a cup of whole milk, glass a day to the head is good for you. It's not uh, good for you. You want to go it? a little bit lower sugar. Uh, lactose isn't ideal. They make milk that is but that's perfectly new, acceptable now. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, it's new. Um, I will say it would make more sense if it was like wings, right? Like, kind of cancel wings out the spicy. and milk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If it was something spicy. But what kind of pizza is he eating? Crime juice. Well, we can't get into that. You've got to get back to your dog. Yeah. All what's, right. what's the pizza? You know, is he eating like a buffalo chicken pizza? That he would make he, more he sense. He said he heated up pizza. It's 2002. They didn't have buffalo pizza back then. It was, yeah, it was pepperoni and cheese only, yeah. dude. Fair. Like the gourmet different kind of pizzas started after that. Mm. Ooh, we can put that into evidence, huh? <laughs> um, all right. So in his interview, immediate, uh, immediately detectives were struck by his calm demeanor, lack of questions. He wasn't asking, like, what they're doing, what's their plan of action, what, do you, what should he do? Like, he didn't ask any questions. He was literally just trying to stay as calm as he could. That's weird, right? Yeah, he's just like, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Um, also <laughs> in his interview... Man, my pregnant wife, she's gone. <laughs> my pregnant wife, like, are you guys... Like, not... You know, you have a wife. Yeah. She was missing... I think you would probably be like, "Hey guys, like, what are Where we gonna? Are we out life? gonna? Are we gonna be out looking tonight? Or like, what? What are? What's I know you guys are here questioning yeah. me, but like, are we gonna? Are you? Do you have other police officers out looking? Like, what is happening? Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you ask at least one question? Yes, probably. Devil's so. avocado. Please. Maybe they're going through some shit. Well. And I know you know. It would almost kind of be a reason why he would do what he did or was convicted of doing. Mm -hmm. But maybe in his mind, you know, it's like a get out of jail free card, right? You didn't want to have the kid maybe initially. Uh, Mm -hmm. She was getting on your nerves and uh, you were looking at other options for maybe divorce. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden your wife goes missing and it's like, oh shit, I didn't do this. But like, maybe this is a gift from God. Holy shit. I hear that. I no that. longer have to, to deal with the kid I didn't and want. And I hear I And I no longer that. need to deal with the woman I despise. I hear that. And Fuck. and I get that. I'm sure that's happened, but you have to know. But maybe there's a weight that's lifted off you when that happens. But just so you know. And that's why he's I've, so calm. Just so you know, I've been doing... Looked at enough cases and lived in, the world, in, lived in the world long enough that, like, you are always a suspect. So that's also part of it. So, like, a, as a husband or wife, like, you are always going to be, like, they're kind of going to be looking at you. So right. you can have the weight lifted all you want. Or maybe you're saying he knows that he didn't do it so much that he's just like, yeah. I know I didn't do this. I'm okay with it. Let me just tell them where I was and we can just fucking move on. Not... Not a horrible assessment. Um, but That's fucked up, though. We'll see. A tragic, yep. Do you want some hard kombucha? No. 
No. <laughs> Crab juice. Crab juice. Is oh. that what you drink? Mm-hmm. Kombucha? Hard, Hard kombucha. kombucha. It's good. So it's you got like the a, probiotics in yeah. for your stomach. Yeah. So it's like you don't get like a hangover or get that drunk. Right. Because it's like. Because healthy. Well, it it's just a, it's, it's more of a digestion thing and mm-hmm. all natural stuff. Like, like, for instance, this one's passion fruit, orange guava, green tea and kombucha. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. I know. I didn't say the name. I just said what it had in it. I like how you're so brand sensitive. <laughs> I'm looking out for you in the He's podcast. He's a company man. Right. Yeah. He's right. a company, company man. man. If you're going to say something, get paid. Here for the long haul. Okay. And now, no free ads. I will be getting paid for this, right? Uh, yeah, obviously. Okay. I'll give you a hard kombucha. <laughs> yeah. And a fucking kick in the ass. How do you how do you feel? That works for me. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> um, so also in this interview, Scott is asked if they had any problems in their marriage. It's always like a it's a preliminary hate. So did you guys have any problems? Were you thinking about divorce? Whatever. Uh, any issues? And Scott said, no, everything was great. We were awesome. No problems. Right? Maybe he's old school. Doesn't want to admit that they had problems. Yeah, well, detectives don't love when you don't admit stuff, right? For sure. But there's yeah, definitely like they a- don't love that, like, the one thing you can't do, and I'm going to be helping you out. The one thing you can't do is have inconsistencies in your story. Also, never talk to the police. Hmm. He doesn't need to be here right now. He can get a lawyer immediately. Again, that's old school, though. Never talk to the police. Never talk Never to the police. Never admit that there's an issue or problems with your and get loved a lawyer. Ones, your marriage. Get a lawyer immediately. But you don't you just don't expose your dirty laundry. That's yes. That's what Scott believes in. He's such a <laughs> maybe. He's such a good husband. He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to air. It. I hate her, but I'm not going to air it out to others. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just offering up. Other no, like it really does sound like you're on his side. That's okay. <laughs> interesting, interesting that you took his side immediately. My but boy, anyway, my boy's my got boy, my boy, dude. I wanted to golf with the motherfucker. I wanted him to get out. Anyway, <laughs> on Christmas morning, it was clear that Lacey was in fact missing, um, and Scott was brought back in for questioning the next day. But on the advice of his father, rightly so, he did not take a polygraph test and lawyered up. Pretty immediately. Um, now, how accurate are polygraphs typically? They're not at all. So they're used as a tactic to. So him refusing to them um, is an admission. But if you take it and you pass, they're still not going to believe you. Right. If you take it and you fail, you're done. You're damned. Yeah. yeah. And Fuck. they aren't they aren't that accurate. They use it. The only reason that they use it you cannot win. is in the question. So the only way that they use polygraph is when they ask you whether you say yes or no. The actual polygraph, you can't even it's not even admissible in court. But they do it to kind of gauge just wanna... how nervous do you get when I ask you that? Mm-hmm. What's your excuse for not? And then if you say, like, yes, immediately, they're kind of just like, well, whatever the results. like They're just poking around. Yeah. It's just their way. They're allowed to, you know, police in this, in this country are allowed to lie to you to get, from, what? To get information from <laughs> you. Be like, oh, we have line? video. We have video of you fucking killing her. What do you say to that? And you're like, what? What? Yeah. You do? Huh? Fuck. All right, fine. I did it. <laughs> um. So he didn't take the polygraph and lawyered up. So on December 26th, the chief of police did a press conference and asked for the public's help in finding Lacey. 
Um, they were cagey, though, in this press conference about Scott's involvement. This is a day after. And the press is kind of asking, what, where was Scott? Like, where's the husband? And they didn't say anything outright. They kind of were, we can't, we can't really talk about where he was. We can't talk about if he was by himself on a boating trip, with, which they said. So this is very strange. They don't do this anymore. So this is very specific to like early 2000s where in a press conference to the media, they will say like things, ongoing things in the case, which they can't do anymore, right? So he's saying, oh, we don't know. We don't know about the husband. So media all of a sudden is like, <gasps> already can, dude, their narrative. Yes, exactly. And why he didn't just say like, look, we're looking at all possible you know, suspects were taking tips like we don't know. You know, Scott had an alibi, but we will be in investigating. They didn't do any of that. They were just kind of like, well, I don't we don't really know where hmm. he was, even though he told us and he has the receipt. But anyway, Fuck. so a volunteer center was set up at a nearby hotel. Kind of sounds like you're on his side, too. Yeah. I'm not on his not side. my boy, our boy. Yeah, it's not my boy anymore. It's our boy. Um, A volunteer center was set up uh, where there was a tip line um, that received many tips and sightings of Lacey and Scott, mostly Lacey, walking her dog in various parts uh, of the neighborhood Mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve. So that's important because, you know... If he's not there and she's walking her dog and then she goes missing, how'd she go missing? This is before the uh, police state that we now live in where there's cameras everywhere. Exactly. Uh, Cameras, uh, cell phones, um, all of this would have either completely – he would have damning evidence against him or completely exonerate him. I know. It is the Seinfeld of court cases. Yes. Everything gets solved with a cell phone. Yes, it's true, though. Or CCTV, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the local and national news descended onto Modesto and Scott's house specifically, as well as the volunteer center that was down the street. They, were, they had media there constantly. Scott was curiously absent and evasive. Both Scott and, both Scott and Lacey's families held press conferences. They talked to the media. They did the pleas that you would expect a husband to do. He did none of that and kind of stayed out of the line of cameras, whether it was at yeah. the uh, volunteer center or in front of his house or wherever. Like he was just maybe he's a shy guy. And it could be right. Hated the media. Didn't want to be on camera. Fucking media. Fucking media. <laughs> um, so he didn't really like the media at this point or the public eye. And by the way, they did not like him either uh, immediately. Right. Hated him. Well, he so. did a lot of the things that he enjoyed in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Like cheating on his wife is mm-hmm. one of his favorite activities. Golfing. Yeah. Taking the boat out. Maybe he didn't need, he cheating, didn't golf. He lots didn't, of business trips. Perhaps he Scott wasn't golfing or fishing. He was only cheating. Damn. You never know. So a pretty big tip actually came on December 30th when a neighbor reported seeing a burglary across the street from Lacey's house occurring on the 24th. The neighbor that was actually burglarized reported also to the police 
that then when they returned home from their Christmas vacation, they had a safe and a lot of valuables stolen from their house. The neighbor that first reported it said that they saw this white van outside and it kind of looked like moving, but... If you're not in a really close-knit neighborhood, you're not going to, like, stop and be a Karen all the mm-hmm. time. You're just going right. to kind of note, like, that was a little bit weird, and I guess I'll find out if it was really weird, right? This yeah. is a time like, when huh. you actually interacted with your neighbors. Yes and no, right? Because they weren't in, like, an HOA or anything. It was kind of sure. just, like, one of those, you know, if you I like remember growing the neighbor up, across. Growing up, you, you knew everybody in your neighborhood. Not everybody. I knew the people across from me and like one over, okay. but I didn't know everyone on my street. But now I don't want to interact with anyone. Exactly. Like if you are the apartment directly across from me, Go I've maybe like kind yourself. of done a head nod. <laughs> That's it. <so. laughs> if you're right across from me, I don't even want to see you. Yep. So quickly, the police ha- uh, held a press conference after these tips came through, stating that they investigated and cleared the two men involved. Also stating the ro- the robbery actually took place on the 26th, so not the 24th. Christmas. Yeah. And people were kind of, especially some media, there was a couple people in the media that were like, this feels what? like we're kind of doing too much. But for the most part, all of them were just on board to crucify him immediately. But yeah. some of them were like, well, they were camped out. Like from the 25th on, they had news vans, everything camped out in front of Scott's house. So don't you think they would have seen probably like a burglary taking place across? Yeah, at the hill. So very strange that they cleared them immediately and then said like, oh, no, no, it wasn't. They Doing it in plain sight. Maybe, but they wouldn't have gotten that. And by the way, you couldn't even get through. People couldn't even get to their houses at that point with all of the. All the bullshit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened that quick, though? That what? From like Christmas Eve to... The 26th? On the 25th, there was, at least there was two local news reporters that said they were camped out there mm. 24-7. So they were in their van camp, just waiting for something to happen. What a lovely holiday. I know. And what a great time to kill someone, by the way, because like no one wants to work on Christmas no. Day, right? Nobody wants you to. You can't get the police. And I'm amazed that the detectives were like. It's next year's problem. Exactly. Like I'm amazed that the detectives were even like calling him in that day to like be on the case. Like, yeah, you don't want to be Christmas. with your family or on vacation <laughs> or anything. Like, feels like you can't find anyone to do anything on Christmas Day. Right? Yeah. All right. So and if you're going to murder somebody, you. do it on a holiday. Do it on yeah. a holiday and specifically Christmas Eve. Or the day after Thanksgiving. My oh. God. Can you get anyone you're to fucking be anywhere? Yeah. But I think Christmas is perfect because that whole week after, too, no one's doing anything. Everyone's yep. mailing it do in. Do you have from then to New Year's... Before people are even, like, back in town, and then back at work. Maybe yep. you get into the office, you know, the third. But you're not really doing work till the fifth. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You're kind of, you know, <laughs> checking some emails mm-hmm, here and there. Mm-hmm, We're not doing yeah, much. Yeah, so it's pretty smart, to be honest. Um, so on December ter- 31st, a candlelight vigil was held at a park by Lacey's home at around 4.30. Once again, Scott was avoiding the cameras, and he didn't speak... Lacey's mom spoke. Did and he go? Yeah, he was there, but he stepped away um, and found some time to make this phone call. So, are you ready? Okay. Oh, shit. My uh, acting so, debut. Acting review. So, Scott steps away from the, the candlelight vigil and okay. makes this phone call around the corner. 
So I am going to be playing a girl named Amber. A lady Are you going to be the phone ring too? Of the night. I actually do have the recording. Maybe we could play it later and be like, how did we do? Okay. So he's going to be Scott. Scott. Uh, um, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Scott Peterson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. Okay. okay, and this is Amber Fry. If you guys know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And she sounds like this. <laughs> she really does. Are you having a good time? Amber? Hey. Happy, <laughs> happy New Year's. <laughs> happy New Year. I wanted to call you. Thank you. Amber, are, are, are you there? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Amber? I wish you could hear me. I'm on a... I think that you're there. I'm a, near the Eiffel Tower, and the New Year celebration is unreal. The crowd is huge. The crowd is huge? Amber? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Amber, if you're there, I can't hear you right now. But I'll call you on your New Year's. Okay. So. What the fuck? Oh, did I nail that? Nailed that it. was perfect. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so during his wife's candlelight vigil... He finds the time to go around the corner and call his girlfriend, Amber, and tell her that he is actually in Paris. Paris. The fuck? <laughs> and um, he is, he's, he's there for, wait, there's. The man's play, living many lives. Yeah, let me play, let me play the rest of it. Cause he like. Holy shit. What you the did, hell? You did awesome. Oh yeah. Can we play it from the beginning? From the beginning? I want to compare. Hello. Baby. Yes. Amber. Can you hear me? Yeah. You can? You can? Yeah, hey. Oh, my goodness. That's kind of quiet, but pretty good, huh? That's really good. Oh, my God. Uh, like, then all this crazy static and stuff. I'm like, ah, so frustrated. I'm trying to solve it. Working. Amber? Yes. Amber? <laughs> His connection's oh, bad because he's in Europe. Amber. Uh, I'm right here. Amber, are you there? Yes. Amber? I can hear you. Hey. Yes. Okay, there you go. I'm talking. Okay, I'm like, stay still or something. <laughs> I know. I got to make it work. How's your, how was your New Year's? What's that? How was your New Year's? So this is the next That's day. That's good. I'm just, uh, I went too far now, so I came out of an alley. Quiet alley. Is that nice? Yeah, it is. I can see. Very good. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Fireworks there. The Eiffel Tower. Fireworks. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. People He's trying to be a better man. That was my question. Oh, I, I didn't think of that. Uh-huh. I hate this guy. 
Yeah, he's a little bit more nerdier than I remember. Why is he such a pussy with her? Yeah, I left you a message because I was like, well, I hope you at least get that. But um, I was going to, or the, sec, the San Francisco thing didn't work out. So I'm probably most likely going to go later to Sean's. Are you there? Hello? I've had enough. Oh, they've had enough of that. Connected because the connection in Europe mm-hmm. is really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Not That's a weird thing wife's. to lie about when you're going to be on national news. Okay, but now we know, Delco, Joel, now we know why he was trying to avoid the cameras so much. It may not be that he killed her. He didn't want his girlfriend to find out. Mm. But he has a dead wife. Right? Damn. Because he at this point, and this is at a time when you can keep shit secret like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah if you just avoid, families. if you avoid the cameras, nobody's watching the news. Delco wasn't. Yeah. His parents weren't. Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. It wasn't 24-7 all the fucking time, all the time. On your phone, on TV. Right. So he could have a dead wife that he's been looking for for this long, and she, she would, would have no idea. As long as he keeps his fit kind of cupboard he has a hat over which he was doing so now you're kind of like did he do it or was he just trying to keep this relationship going until like they found her i don't know either way he's a fucking douche that's for sure that's for sure but i think we established that early on didn't we yeah yeah so all right now enter amber fry a uh, 27-year-old massage therapist mm. with a two-year-old daughter that started dating Scott about five weeks before his wife goes missing. Dating a mom. Dating a mom. The same age as your wife, right? We didn't go younger. We didn't go more fun. We didn't go more free. We went literally the same, but with a two-year-old. Maybe. He was just like, I need to test out dad life before we have our own child. Possibly. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So they started dating five weeks before Lacey's disappearance. Scott, on uh, I think their third date, told Amber December 9th. He said that he had been married before. He needed to tell her he'd been married before. Still am. But he lost his wife. And this was going to be his first holidays without her. Um, but he was ready to date again. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. What the fuck? Either he's a psychic. <laughs> or. So, so, so he said he lost his wife. This would be his first be holidays with Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. After seeing an article about Lacey Peterson's disappearance with Scott's picture on the top, Amber ended up calling the police. Oh, shit. On the 28th. So this is actually the reason why we have that recorded call. It's because she called the police on the 28th and the detectives went to Radio Shack. Remember fucking Radio Shack, dude? Um, And got a recording device, took it to Amber's, hooked it up to her phone, and then she would be basically an informant. She set him up. For the duration of their investigation. Damn. Do you have to go? Um, Yeah, I gotta go to Paris real quick. (laughs) Motherfucker. I can't do a show with anyone that doesn't have to leave. No, no. Anyway, I have plenty of time, but (laughs) you're just thinking nothing but time. Nothing but time. Now here, 
what if he's just manifesting it, you know? He's just putting it out into the world. Like, yeah, I had a wife. I'd like to think that that's a possibility, but in... He was spiritual back then. In true crime and stuff, like, there is just no yeah. such thing as coincidence. Ever. Maybe he was just right? lying, right? Lying to her. That so was, he, like, some in-between lie. So he was he, lying at that point, wasn't yeah, he? Because Paris, Lacey was still... Very much alive. Very much alive, and he was going home to her that night. So when he told her... Maybe it happened, he's like, shit. I said this, like, weeks ago. Look. <laughs> it's going to gonna really I look bad, it's man. A possi- I, I honestly guess it's a possibility. But how fucking, fucking weird. small possibility. That, like, you tell your mistress, this is going to be my first holidays without my wife, and then, boom, on Christmas Eve, it is your last fucking, your first Christmas Eve without your wife, right? Can you, can a guy be too, that lucky? I don't know, because he clearly wanted it to be his last, his first holiday without her. So, um, so now Amber. You're leading the audience right now. I don't appreciate it. Into what? What do you, you think? You are kind of leading. In. Into you're, what? You're leading and kind of saying he's a guilty man. No, I'm saying it's a possibility that this is a coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> Very Do you think likely. this is a coincidence? Do you think he's the luckiest man in the world, Delco? Or unluckiest. Yeah, but he kind of wanted to not Kind of wanted it to happen, her. but it doesn't look great. Do you believe in when clairvoyance? <laughs> doesn't look great for him. Do you believe in psychics? <laughs> Manifestation. Maybe one. Yeah. Yeah, or the secret? Do you believe in the secret? Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. <laughs> do you believe in the secret? I do. I think self-fulfilling prophecy is a, is a real fucking thing. Well, the secret is to pay me $3,000 to right. give you the answers. Right. Mm. We'll go on a retreat. Um, you can, wa- you can walk on secret? some hot coals. Is there the secret retreat? I'll tell oh, you yeah, how to I run a business, to how to be you. an entrepreneur. I forgot to introduce you as the, um, in, the founder of Aubrey Alley. Mm-hmm. Great segment. <laughs> um, okay, so now Amber is an informant, essentially, right? So yeah. she's dated him for five weeks. Fucking rat. She, da- she dated him for five weeks. Now she's setting his motherfucking ass up, right? Yeah. So be careful, guys. Anyone that wants to fucking cheat on their wife, be careful who you cheat <laughs> with. Because one of them can fucking try and send you to death row mm-hmm. if she's pissed enough, right? Um, on January 5th, massive searches are done in the marina, in the bay with sonar, divers, Everything they came up with nothing. Uh, Weird, but so they still haven't found the body. They still haven't, haven't found, found her. No, they still haven't found the body. This is January fifth. Shit. Scott's warehouse is searched. Uh, they found no, again, no biological, no DNA, no physical evidence except for a single strand of Lacey's hair on some pliers. Which, if you're married, that you should kind of hope that your wife's hair should be somewhere and everywhere. Yeah. All at once. All at once. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a good title, and I, if it was a movie, it probably would do nothing and go nowhere. But um, So that is the only, the only, the single piece of physical evidence Fuck. in this entire case is one strand of Lacey's hair on some pliers in his warehouse. Mm, that's insane. But it's on the pliers. It was almost, it was kind of like. I would prefer it to it not be in, on the plier. It was kind of on his 
toolbox, but like over the pliers. Yeah. And again, if you have a wife that you're living with, sleeping in the same bed, showering with, we shed like motherfuckers. If you go to work, I would hope that your hair, like your, when your wife lives here, I would hope that her hair would be found somewhere up there. One hair hair, something. Certainly, but not on the pliers. On your toolbox, like if it's on your jacket and you mm. go, okay, you're not liking this. <laughs> you think that that's enough? I don't not enough. One hair. We not learned enough. that from uh, the episode with Pete. Remember? Of what? Pete, the, the, the one who got accused and then died of cancer when he got out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there no, if there's no physical evidence. It's impossible to do, right? It's impossible. Unless yeah. you are not literally... <laughs> The most professional contract Dexter type killer that's been doing it for fucking years. There will always, always, always be a couple uh, things, physical evidence, DNA, what have you, that will tie you to a case. That's generally true, right? 99.9%, right? Yeah, and a bitch ain't one. So. Yeah. The bitch is always one. The bitch is always one. What are you talking about? So they came up with nothing. They basically came up with nothing at the warehouse, but but Delco wants to send him to death row for the hair. So okay, <laughs> listen. They found, all I'm saying look, if they found the hair. No, you're right. If there's you're a right. tool you don't want the hair to appear on. It's, it's probably like, needle nose pliers, a, right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Fair. Something Scott's that house was searched was used to, the uh, night of torture, or you know maybe. Dissemble a body with needle nose pliers. Have you tried to fucking do anything uh, with needle nose, bro? You're gonna need to like cut. He liked hobbies that took a while. He didn't have it in his timeline. He doesn't have a lot of time, does he? No. She talked to her mom. <laughs> she talked to her mom the night before at eight p.m. Interesting. Hmm. All I'm gonna say. Okay. Why do you go out in that boat? Exactly right. But there no, was it sounds the, like you there was are nothing in the marina. They no, and they searched with right where, where he was fishing in the bay. Everything they found nothing. Like. But look, things travel, water moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, not uncommon to in your first search not find anything, right? Um. So Scott's house also was searched, as we said in the beginning, night of. As well as many times after, there was no blood, hair, DNA, nothing. No nothing. no evidence of anything. No weapon. Nothing. No crime scene, essentially. Like, where did he do it, Delco? If he did it, where did he do it? In the boat? In the boat, I don't know. Maybe. So the, the 29- neighbor's house. <laughs> the neighbor's house, yeah. He knew they weren't there. He took her over there. I don't know. Robbery. These are all things that we call reasonable doubt, right? Yeah. If you have a couple different stories that can be true, that's the definition of reasonable right, doubt. Right, you can't convict a man. You can't convict nothing. a man if you have three different stories hair. that can be true, right? Maybe this, maybe that, maybe that. He's not painting it a good picture for maybe. himself, right? Exactly. Like he's almost, it's, it's almost, cl- you, you know, it's good to cloudy evidence when it's against you, but at the same time, he's cloud. His story is cloudy. Yeah, like if he had and becoming almost damning evidence. If he had night one with the detectives, told them about Amber, 
we would be in a completely different situation right now. Yeah. Mm. So with you being weird and you being all, whether shady, you did it or not, shady, shady, as soon as someone's shady, you can see them murdering. You can see them lying. You can yep. see them covering stuff up. Don't give I them a chance. Don't understand, though, the headspace of whether you're married or not. Man, just why would you ever go to murder, right? Like... Okay, yeah. so that's the what I thing always is to just say. Leave. That's what I always say. That's, just leave, man. That's the motto. I always go. So divorce wasn't even. Did he? I know it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> I know it's a pain in the ass. But you know what's worse than that? Trying Bro, to get away trying with. Trying to fucking get away for your first murder ever. Mm. Trying to get for your first murder. You've never done it. You're before. doing it on hardcore you... mode with your wife. Dude, you're going straight. You're like, the suspect. You're the only you're guy. The, you're the only guy. They're going to be looking after you. Have you Start with the homeless man. Try it out once. Get a couple reps under your belt. you got to see if you can fucking even do it. Yeah. You're going to start with the wife? Start with the wife? Uh. You're going to start with like <laughs> trying to have an investigation with the police and get away with it? While you're trying to have an affair. Yeah. What? I love it. It's interesting. This is why I do cases like this because the mind set of this I can never I will never be it, yeah. able to understand of like what makes you get to that point as the best option. Like I understand lies can like fuck you up and when they're a web and they're going on for a long time and you just fucking see no other way out, but my fucking god. You're do- in the act of doing it. I can't even my just mind just away. can't even And not away. only is it your wife? It is your, your pregnant wife. Pregnant wife. So then your unborn child. So that's child, getting national news. That you fucking named already. Because if she's not pregnant, I don't think it gets the same coverage, right? I don't think so. And by the way, this is an important part of it. They're both very attractive. Mm-hmm. Like he is a good-looking dude, and she is a really, really cute, good-looking. He's girl. kind of uh, thriving right now, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's fucking. I mean, we'll. Did we put up a photo of him in RPR, I think, right? Like, he was. He's yeah. sh- shaved head now, but. Shaved head now, you know. Probably had to go to a makes... certain side when you're in prison. Right. Especially as a white man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got a couple nail. tattoos we didn't see. Yeah. yeah. But, um. But it's you not know, like jail, he could be a Latin king. Jail, because of, like, everything we know about what health is, right? Like, they never look that great. Although Menendez brothers look fucking They're awesome. Good, tan. Yeah. Great. But for the <laughs> most part, you're not eating good. You're not in the sun. You're not. I mean, you're just, like, your whole face sinks. It's like just, like, hour never. <laughs> well, we know that that's not enough. So, um. So uh, the twenty. So we don't have any physical evidence. The twenty-nine hours of recorded phone calls were the sole piece of evidence in this case, along with Scott just being a huge piece of shit and mm. uh, very unlikable, um, which I think is enough to put him away. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm good. He couldn't go. He couldn't do the golf thing. He couldn't fucking do the marriage thing. Just fuck off. Fuck him. And go to fucking jail, dude. <laughs> um, also, the fact that he told his mistress he lost his wife on December 9th, and then on December 24th, that magically came Oof. true, right? That's wild. Right. So at this point, Scott is the most hated man in America. Perhaps he, he did lose her on December 9th. Like at the mall. Yeah, like he... Yeah. He does have... Oh, I don't have it. But he does have a call with Amber where he was like, confess... Like, comes clean to her about what it actually is because it had gotten to a point where 
she most likely had seen him mm-hmm. on the news. And so he's like, hey, so I got to tell you, um, remember when I said I lost my wife? Actually, the girl that I married is how he describes her. The girl that I married went missing on December 24th and we're all looking for her. And Amber's like, what? What are you talking about? You told me that you lost her on the the ninth. Informant. And so, so she's trying to get a confession, right? And by the way, 29 hours of phone calls, he doesn't say one thing that connects him to, like, so, I, duh, uh, no, nothing. Also, why are you trusting a woman you met five weeks ago? It's something weird, right? It's something where you're married for that amount of time. He doesn't want to have a kid. He clearly wants to cheat. It's the attention. You, right? you just want to, like, so he calls her, like, a lot, clearly. Yeah. 29 hours and like calls her after everything that happened. Like he just wants I feel like you need to vet the woman you're having an affair with more than that though. More than five weeks before you call it. Well, yeah, but did he know his wife was going to go missing? Did he know he needed to vet the wife? I'm kind of a little bit of a defense of him or he's just an idiot, right? Like he is an idiot. Why would you ever trust somebody you've known less than, you know, two months? Yeah. Five weeks. Five weeks, and now he's fucking in this fucking shit with this lady. This is weird. And she's now a fucking informant for the prosecutor. I mean, it's insane. It's so weird. Right, I could, like, know Scarlett Johansson for five weeks. I still would not make this call this early. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Constantly? No. She's the one? By the way, not a great conversationalist, this gal. I mean, (laughs) her voice alone is hard to... Hard to stand. What? To her credit, though, she didn't do like any interviews. She didn't do anything like that. Get paid. Didn't for cash anything. in on it. Didn't cash in. But anyway, until now. So at this point, like I said, Scott is the most hated man in America. Uh, the media convicted him pretty much immediately as soon as Amber comes out. Right. Yeah. The police were leaking evidence to the press, which at this point, 2023, unheard of. Like. I say it all the time on the show where it's like, what, people are like, why don't we know about, why won't they tell us this is why? Like, you, have, you have to yeah. keep all evidence and all things close to the vest because maybe somebody that did take your wife would hear where they should drop her, right? Yeah. But also, leading, the, point. leading the nation into believing a certain story is incredibly dangerous. You, Look at the Duke lacrosse Just situation, in general, right? Yeah, like those guys completely innocent. However, most people, if you think back, they go back to Duke lacrosse. They're like, oh, like, yeah, those guys raped that girl or whatever. Is that the girl in the bathroom? Uh, it was the stripper, I think. Right? Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. But they were innocent. Um, but I think if you poll most of America, they'd be like, oh yeah, the Duke lacrosse players raped that girl. The rapey guys. Yeah. I didn't hear because you you only hear about the prosecution part Mm -hmm. you don't ever hear about them getting exonerated right because the process is so long so by that time you know if there's ever somebody to that you would like willingly kick while they're or somebody that to peg as like a rapist like a lacrosse player from duke that's like right it's almost like you want to dunk on those people right and so even though so they are douchey scott's douchey he's easy target easy easy target He's, like, unlikable. He's not, like, grieving. He's not hysterical. He's stoic. Mm-hmm. 
Um, his mom even said they come from like his the dad's stoic, like their whole grandpa, like they're all just like these right. stoic There's dudes. The UVA fraternity that Rolling Stone yeah. dragged through the mud with yeah. a literal person that they created out of thin air, like right, right, and like I said, because the. You know, the justice system moves so slow. By the time they are exonerated or found innocent, you've already forgotten about that. Because the only thing you hear. We only care about things that happen in like a 48 hour time. Exactly right. Um, So January 24th, Amber Fry does a press conference, which again is insane. This is a witness for the prosecution. She's (laughs) coming out and basically doing a press conference saying that. She had an affair with Scott. We this went on for this long, and I'm sorry to the family. And like again, that is unheard of. That would be kept for a trial. Is this how Scott found out though? That what? That she was the informant or something? Yeah. Now, like he just saw her on the TV. And now was I like, don't know. What? So he saw her. So he saw her on TV. He ends up calling her after, telling her that he's really proud of her. He doesn't know at this point either. He's fucking stupid. He might be stupid. And and by the way, can someone that stupid pull off the perfect crime no with no way. fucking evidence no. anywhere ever? Okay, so he's so dumb. He calls Amber Fry and is like, I'm so proud of you. He goes, I'm going to do, I think I'm going to speak to the press. By the way, at the total, against the advice of his lawyers, obviously, because that is the equivalent of you taking the stand, which you should never do. Right. So because she came out, he's talking to Amber about whether he should. Do, so this is her. This is his only person to talk to stuff about. So he's talking to Amber Fry about doing press. And even in these recording recordings, he's saying, he like, still doesn't know I want her. He was like, I just want them to keep looking for Lacey. So I do need to like do I do need to do these interviews now. Like, I just don't know if they're really looking for her, if they're just pointing the finger at me. So. I'm going to get my story out. And she's like, cool, so I can be fucking done with this, right? Yeah, he's essentially known her for like a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee, but it was a very, I don't know if you guys have had these where it's like. And he's just letting everything out. Whether it's long distance or you don't have a lot going out, a lot going on at the time, but you'll like kind of have these like either text or phone call relationships Mm. almost with someone. They can get spicy. Yeah. Are you uh, you referencing something that I mentioned earlier? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know how often you guys talked on the phone, but (laughs) if you don't have someone else in your life, like his wife is missing, if you don't have someone else in your life, if you're not dating someone and there's someone that will take your calls and talk to you and like be interested in talking to you, like why not? And so you end up having a relationship that you don't even really see each other. And that's kind of what this was. They went on a total of like four dates. Right. But you built up 30 hours of phone call. So you build up the hard part of the relationship, which is like not the the physical part. Right. Because you've already had that and you can kind of go back to that physical part that you kind of had. But then you just sort of have someone to talk to and bounce stuff off of. Clearly, because he's talking to his informant about doing press and she's all for it because she's not on his side. Damn. If I was the mistress that wasn't an informant, I would be like, don't fucking do that. Don't do that. Yeah. It's basically, like I said, taking the stand, which you should never do. So They always try to take you down. Women. I know. Women. Especially the blonde ones. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, the blonde ones. They do. 
I don't know if I would, but probably I would. If you were a fucking douche and mm. I found out you were married and you told me all these fucking things and plans of, what, yeah, I might send you to death row. So <laughs> fucking don't worry about it. You've been um, warned. Be, be warned, motherfuckers. Um, so shortly after he says this and she does the press conference, Scott does four really bizarre, horribly damning interviews oh, for no. both local and national, like a Diane Sawyer and then a couple local interviews. PBS. He's, he's uh, lying a lot. And in one of the interviews... He lies? This is like a key... Yeah, like it's almost like, do you not he's just know? Like a pathological like, liar. No, I think he just doesn't understand that like things he said before are recorded by the pl- like he doesn't do you know what I mean like he just goes, "Oh, I'm just going to do this one interview" because I think he also realizes that the media is the one that's crucifying him. Yeah. The police aren't even talking to him anymore. And he keeps it's seeing the media it that's and, all, and he's seeing it everywhere. He's trying to correct the narrative and he's trying to be like, "No, no, no. Like yes. this is what it So it's en- enough if people come at you enough saying one thing, you feel like, "All right, fine. I'm going to f- say, I'm going to tell you." I don't know what's happening. Grasshopper. Just oh, a grasshopper. God. grasshopper. Okay. <laughs> Just a grasshopper. Just a grasshopper. Just a grasshopper. Does it go Where do they go? It's over it's, here now. Yeah, oh, okay. Out. It's over there now. All right. Um, Texas. so he's, he's lying, you know, just kind of going back and forth. Like I told the detectives that we didn't have a good marriage. I told the detective about Amber Fry as if he doesn't realize there's recordings of that. Whatever. Right. So he's, he's reading dumb. like his podcast reviews and he's adjusting accordingly. Yes. With- and being like, Oh no, no, I actually did this. You guys don't understand. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Oh, no. And at one point in the one of the interviews, a local interview, his phone rings, landline rings. He goes, I'm, I'm so sorry. Gets up, picks it up and hangs it right back down like this and goes, oh, I'm sorry. This is notable because if your wife is missing, I would think that every, and so did the interview, you would think that every phone call is like, is this the phone call where... Maybe I'm getting information about my wife, right? And so he's not even concerned. He refers to her sometimes in the past tense, sometimes in the, you know. So he's just, but at the same time, he's not good on camera. He's a douche. He's a dum-dum. I don't know. We're all playing armchair psychologist right now. Right, where it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's him lying or if he's just like the lights are on him and he's trying to defend himself and he's just getting he's fucking just tripped up. It, yeah. By the way, these interviewers, Diane Sawyer in particular, like they know what the fuck they're doing. They know how to trip you up. They know how to. It's like when uh, Delco was cross-examined by the defense. Like they knew exactly how to make him like they broke say my the wrong mind, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his fragile 16 year old mind. I know. All right, we're almost the cross almost, examiner and uh, LeBron James. Same yeah. here. Same here. You're almost out of here, Delco. Okay. So on April fourth. Oh, uh, you don't know that story though. Of what? I got clowned by LeBron James when I was 16 at his basketball clowned? camp. Clowned? Yeah. What is that? Entail. What does that entail? He just kind of uh, embarrassed me in front of the entire camp. LeBron James? Yeah. Were you at like basketball camp? I was at his basketball academy in Akron, Ohio. It was like what a question and answer session, right? So like they passed the mic around so yeah, everybody yeah. can ask a question. It got to me because he pointed to me and they gave me the microphone. And I stood up in front of the entire camp and I went to ask the question. And LeBron was just like, nah, not you, bro. Pass the mic. And <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's like, dude, I'm already, I'm already standing up in front of like 500 was he, people. Was he threatened? Yeah. What do think. you think? Yeah, that's what it was. 
He did saw my white something? ass. Did you do something? Why would you fucking? Why would yeah, he, he say that? Born, he was born white. That's what he did. I heard he's a fucking dick. I don't hate him, but I just heard he was a dick. I've had personal beef since. So okay. Yeah, fuck so you're LeBron not, James. You're not a fan. Not a fan, of LeBron. Okay. Because of that encounter. And now my entire goal is to uh, get to a point in my life to ask LeBron to sit down. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I could be his waiter. That's a good fucking... <laughs> yeah, no, it could, it could be anything, but that's a good fucking goal to have, right? Yeah. That's a good goal that's post. motivational. Like, take yeah. a seat, LeBron. Shit. I'll be with you in a moment. Yeah, pass the mic. Whatever it Here is. Here are our specials. <laughs> Whatever it is. Because also, like, even if you work someplace, you're like, what do I care? I'm just going to get a job somewhere else. Even if your boss gets mad at you, but you just are able to fucking say that to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Member bitch? Um, just go, a member bitch? A member? A member bitch? Uh, so on April 14th, a female torso <gasps> and the corpse of a baby washed up onto the shore of the San Francisco Bay. So now we're what? A no. Baby, though? Or like a fetus? I mean, oh, fetus, but when you're eight, m- eight it months. Out. It came out of her? I guess. We don't know what happened, bud, but it was the, the baby washed up or fetus. And a torso. And a torso, female no head? torso. No head, no arms, mm. no legs. Mm. Pliers. Pliers. Yep, just pliers. sitting there with pliers for two months <laughs> trying to fucking <laughs> dismember a body. Was the um, baby attached to the torso? No, by the so they cord? they they um they washed up separately. Oh, what if you rip the oh. baby out with the pliers? Why though? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Like either he's no. like a psycho or he just didn't want to be married with a kid, right? You have to decide which one it is. Why not both? Why just the torso? Was it eaten or something? We'll see. So um by this time, Scott, by the time they found the body, Scott had moved back down to San Diego with Phil. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I love San Diego. It's one of my favorite fucking, cities in America. Seriously. Seriously. Perfect. If I could live in San Diego, well, Ventura is probably I'd be so choices. happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be so happy. Dude, you'd be fucking living your man. Right? Why would you murder if you live in San Diego? I don't yeah, but he didn't. He lived in Modesto. And I know. clearly he wanted to live in San Diego. That's so what I'm saying. Like, back. if they moved back. Exactly. She'd be alive. So he's moved back closer to his family. So now he's in San Diego during this, what, three months while all of this media Still shit. Still talking to Amber. No. I think they ended it. Uh, he finally uh, caught A little on. bit after his interviews. Like, she was just like, I think she told the police to, like, I can't do this anymore. And then she ended up, there is recordings of her being like, I just can't. I just can't do this. And he's like, okay, so you deserve so much better, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Just what a douche says. So, um, detectives obtain a warrant for his arrest right after the bodies are found. They don't have DNA. They don't know who it is. But they're like, fuck this motherfucker. We got the bodies. We know what's up. Oh, they don't have DNA on the bodies They yet? don't know yet. Damn. They don't know yet. So, so they go down to San Diego. They've got a tail on uh, Scott for a while. So they've been like surveilling him probably for the past three months, to be honest with you. Yeah. So they're tailing him. On April 18th, Scott plans to golf with his father and brother. But he ends up calling his brother and telling him, the media's following me again. Were they golfing? In San Diego? In San Diego. Tory? Ooh. Tory Pines? That that I should look up. Damn it. 
Where'd they play? Do you have your phone? I can look. While I'm reading this, look up where Scott Peterson was stopped when he was arrested. So on April 18th, Scott has plans to golf with his father and brother. But he ends up calling his brother and being like, the media is following me. Like, I just don't want to, like, get out and have them, I don't know, like, try and get an interview or whatever. So I'm not going to go today. Sorry. His brother's like, oh, fuck. Sorry, dude. So... The police, he takes the police on Near this. Near Torrey Pines, yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice. So you know where he, was, where he was golfing? Yeah. And I think probably that's where he like it's what, one of the most had famous member, courses had in membership. This they would go there all the time. He was meeting his brother. So you don't need a membership. For, it's a public golf course, but. Uh, oh, but it's super nice. It is super cheap for residents of San Diego. So it's about five, okay. it's about five hundred dollars if you're out of state or if you're not a resident of San Diego. But if you have the San Diego ID, it's fifty bucks. Nice. Wait. Okay, hang on. What? Okay. So hold it is that. very nice, though. I know, but hold that thought really quick. So the police, uh, he takes the police, who he thinks is media, he takes them on this crazy kind of one-hour driving evasive, like speeding, flipping them off, fuck you guys, ends up going back to the golf course because he can't lose the media, who he thinks. He gets out at the golf course, and it ends up being police, and they apprehend him. Fuck. So one second. Scott is found. It, so in the car, they arrest him. He's got his hair dyed blonde and a goatee that he dyed blonde as well. He's Whoa. got um, $15,000 cash, camping gear, and his brother's ID, which the cops really honed in on. But now... I'm thinking because he isn't a resident of San Diego at that time and he still has Modesto. He's trying to get the uh, local rate. His... Yeah. Uh, so, like, he, he can't even use that, that against him. He said that, but I didn't believe... I was like, oh, okay, here's another fucking thing that you're saying. No, you get a local rate if you're a San Diego resident. 50 bucks compared to, like, 500. I knew I had the right person on the show. How fucking crazy is that? <laughs> That's insane. So they were looking at the ID being like, oh, he's trying to fucking get out of state, right? So $15,000 cash. I mean, the other stuff kind of cash points kinda, to yeah. that. Camping gear, four cell phones, and his brother's ID. But they really make a point of saying brother's ID like he's trying to like start a new life in Mexico. Just because Dude's just Diego- trying to get a deal. <gasps> <laughs> ah! Fuck, that's crazy. Okay. So at that time, the arrest detect- the arresting detectives did not have the DNA results, but they felt like he was driving crazy, and so they're like, let's just get him. Just bust him. While they were on their drive back to Modesto, they find out and get the news that it was, in fact, Lacey and Connor. Scott is told when he's in the back seat and has no reaction, which they make note of. Scott was charged with two counts of murder with intent and premeditation, and the DA was seeking the death penalty. So They're a little emotional with this, right? The investigators? So that's what I'm saying is, like, minute one, the detectives already were like, we don't like this guy. He do- He's Fuck not freaking guy. out. We don't get, like, why are you not? So they had an idea. Uh-huh. And sometimes when detectives have an idea, they want to just find the evidence to corroborate their idea. They're going to jam those puzzle pieces in. Yeah. 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 Whose side are you on But it was the bodies of his family. It did end up being that. Mm. So. So she is dead. Trial starts. 
It's impossible at this point to find anyone, any juror that doesn't know about this case, obviously, except could've for if me. you were Joel. Yeah, yeah you could have yeah. gotten you. You could have gotten a fucking 11-year-old, and you could have gotten a fucking... A jury of his peers. Yeah. <laughs> the intelligence of an 11 year old. Like from a Delaware bunch County. of kids that like don't know anything. It literally would be the only way. So, what they had to um, settle with was people that were, that put in their, uh, I don't know, survey that they were able to, even though they knew about it, they were able to keep an open mind and give him a fair trial. Do you believe that? No. no. So, free my man's. <laughs> the the prosecutor alleges, so this is what they lay out. Usually prosecutor has to lay out what they think happened and then use the evidence to show this is the timeline, this is the story that happened. So what they lay out is Scott killed Lacey at their home on the night of the 23rd after she talked to her mom at 8 o'clock. He wrapped her body in a tarp and then put her in his truck, took her to the warehouse, weighed her down, weighted her down with rope, and uh, five cement boat weights, which, you know, you can make, like, a boat weight out of, like, yeah, whatever, yeah. with, like, a piece of rebar over it, whatever. So they said he made five of those, five little ones, attached those to her body, went out on his little dinghy with her 150-pound-plus all of the right. weights body, drove her out, dumped the body, came back, cleaned up, Left no trail. No trail of anything. Nobody saw anything. Nobody saw the truck at that night. Nobody saw no blood, no anything, anywhere, anywhere. Uh, Dropped the boat off as if it had not been used at all. Went home. uh, Cleaned up. Because if he killed her at the house, he would need to really clean to have there be no evidence of a murder. Zero. So he had to really clean up and then make it look like he's also lived in it, right? So not that it's too perfect, mm-hmm. but that it's cleaned up and then like a little bit lived in and fine. Then he, the next day, they allege that he like laid out and made his alibi, got the receipt, made the phone call, saw the neighbor, waved, had the dog walking with the leash mm-hmm. because whatever, whatever. Now here's the thing, right? Okay. Found the body. Yep. Did they figure out how she died no i mean tr- no is there like trauma to the body yeah yeah okay um apparently according to them there was maybe they said strangulation but that could also be they drowning yeah. right huh they didn't have a head though right right so you can't really say that and if there's blunt force trauma you can't see if she right. was hit the fuck? um so what they say happened actually is that she was tied down with the weights and the force of the weights being on the ground and her body floating up ripped her arms. Her decomposing body. Yes. Yeah. And that he killed her. They don't even say how. Right? Because they don't have a weapon. Um, just the worst game of Clue ever. Right. So they don't have a weapon. They have no biological or physical evidence. They have no evidence of a cleanup. The only thing they have is a motive and a general dislike for this guy. Right? Yeah. That's enough. Phone calls recorded. So the d- defense was not even able to sway the jury with all of the tips, hundreds of tips that came in to the hotline about people seeing her walking, people seeing her fighting with some people in the park and somebody telling her to shut the dog up and her walking. Um, 
the murder, the burglary across the street, like all of those like didn't. Didn't matter to anybody. Didn't matter to anybody because they already knew who it was and they already hated him. Do you think this was used for, uh, you know, kind of inspiration for Gone Girl? Um, no, because it's not. Maybe. Well, I think every. But just I like think every, I think actually every case is used where where a husband kills his wife. I think. But like no evidence, those. and like pretty much was getting prosecuted for just being unlikable. Right, but with a Gone Girl, you don't have a body and showing no emotion. Right, but I'm so just you saying you don't have a body or a weapon with Gone Girl. If you have a body, then we're like mm. now we're getting somewhere. So they also were trying to sway the the defense was saying that they had computer forensics showing that Lacey was at home on the day of the 24th looking at sunflower umbrellas. Scott was also at that time at his computer at the warehouse sending emails about nothing. Um, They didn't even talk about the the robbery wasn't even something that went into their mind. Um, So Scott maintains his innocence. Still does. Still does. A couple he weeks was, ago, was asking for yeah. So retrial, right? So they didn't. They didn't take. They didn't. They didn't let any reasonable doubt get into their mind at all. And he was convicted on two counts of murder and sentenced to death. He was on death row at uh, San Quentin. But he Whoa. got that overturned. Fucking gnarly, dude. He got um, it overturned he, though. It did. Now so, he's just life in prison. Yeah. So Scott maintains his innocence and has filed numerous appeals, mostly on the grounds of jury misconduct. A lot of them were doing interviews afterwards. It was like, "Hope you rot in hell, motherfucker." I know, like <laughs> weird ass shit. I'll actually it send was personal you that video. For everybody. It was personal. It was like, they what? hated him. One of the guys was like, had these like transition lenses. He's like, "Unfortunately, brother, it's illegal to murder your wife in the state of California." And you're just like. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, so he's he's filing all these appeals, and like, if I was the judge, I'd be like, all right, man, let's give you another, let's at least give you another trial. But I think yeah, because right. it was such a circus, they were like, there's just no way to have another trial. Spend and he did millions of tax dollar. Yes, so they're just like, look, dollars. dude, I don't know. I think he may actually think he has a couple more appeals in the. Take it to the Supreme Court. In, this, in the works, right? But his sentence was reduced after one of the appeals to life in prison. So he's no longer on death row and no longer at San Damn. Quentin. I but, hope he's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in the end, we, we got to say, you know, what do you, what do you really think? I know we kind of went back and forth, but what do, what do you think? I don't know. You it's don't know? It's so weird, but I, I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it personally. I think so he's a, you it's think just like he's, the scuba di- scuba diver guy. I just think he's a fucking asshole. I think the scuba diver guy did it. Yeah, I think he did it too. But he was free. he was free. <laughs> he just said so he that's didn't. The, that's the difference. He got he was free. Yeah, he was. So free. we had to decide if a free man right. is guilty. I right now, am of the opinion that he shouldn't have been convicted off the evidence, but man's probably did it. Right. Man's probably did it. So mm. we, we got it right, just in the wrong way. Yes. We, we, we got the right answer. We did not show our work. So the only thing that I think is weird is... To only get half credit. I've done like... The no evidence. Done thing. a couple cases and looked into... Actually, there was a, there's a lot of cases of fetal 
abduction by cesarean is what it's called when you abduct a pregnant woman and try and get the baby out. And in the, in the, in the, that happening, she dies, but you get the baby or you, whatever. This happens oh. a lot. Not a lot, a lot. They kidnap pregnant but women? Like couples who can't have kids? Go couples out that and can't have kids. Take a toddler? Girls, a couple a of them have been ladies that were like pretending to be pregnant but weren't and then needed a baby at the last minute or any of these things. So it's what a possibility. Fuck? Right. I'm trying and to figure out where she got got. Walking. The dog. In a weird, in Modeste, in this weird little town by yeah. the park. And I don't know. Like, where is the crime scene? Exactly. Don't you think that we should at least have that? And then the Something. other thing is because they were putting out, the media was putting out literally every lead, every piece of evidence, exactly where he was fishing, exactly what happened. Everyone hates him. If someone had taken her, tried to get the baby, whatever, whatever. They would know in three months and all of a sudden they, they completely check the bay, sonar, everything. And all of a sudden, boom, they wash up right when they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh, when the so you're people, the media did this. Well, we know the, the creation fucking, of the media. We know the fucking media did it. But there, there's a reason why now they don't give that many details is because they don't want the people, yeah. if there's someone out there that actually did it, they don't want them to know how to get away with it. Right, because if exactly, somebody else did it, then they dropped they the body exactly, off or Scott would have dropped the body. Right, because they know everybody's looking for him. Easy they know up, where yeah. he. They gave exact, on the news, they gave exact locations of where he was, where he so was. So the real killer's still out there. No, you know, Possibly. I think he did do it. I yeah. think he did do it. Because the marina, like you said, it's like an hour and a half away. So I that body of water, it wouldn't just happen, right? Yeah, like, I don't believe in coincidence. Um, and the phone call to to, to Amber on on the, at the vigil, like if you are able to, do I'm in that, Patty. Yeah, all oh, the fireworks. The, uh, the fireworks by the Eiffel Tower, my friend Pasquale. And what was it? It's actually not even New Year's. It yeah. is a riot. Yeah. Diego and Pasquale. <laughs> yeah. I'm here with my friends. Oh, yeah. Love you. Um, so that was weird, but also not evidence of murder. So do I think he did it? Same. Do I think he did it? Yes. Yeah. Do I think there's not, enough uh, for the record, for him? Not, not my man's. No, no. <laughs> that was just a bit. We knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not we my knew. man's. He did it. He's a murderer. He, uh... Yeah. Enjoy prison, bro. Yeah, but the only thing you're going off of is the fact that you don't like him, right? So if I were to I don't go even off dislike of- him, right? Like it's more it kind of adds up. I know it's you, you can't convict somebody off not liking it appearing them. to be him, but mm-hmm. it for sure was him. Let him out. Let him out, let him out. But yeah, he should be a free man. And look, like I hate I hate to say that. But if I, if either one of you guys or myself was in this situation, you would really, really want evidence yeah. to speak for itself. And honestly, if you, you would not want to have to have people like you in order for you not to go to fucking death. If row. you commit yeah. the perfect crime, you should be rewarded. Yeah, right? like you should be able to way, get off because there's no evidence. Because by the way, it's pretty much impossible. Yeah. So, so if, if he did you it, you did it. Like you win. Maybe you should just become like. Maybe you should just like work for the FBI. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Like, you should be hired by yeah the FBI, the CIA, anything. Yeah, really. Murder is still out there. 
That's what I'm saying. What is the check me if you, or catch me if you can guy? Uh, Frank yeah. Abingale or whatever mm-hmm. worked for the FBI. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like As murdering he was wives and shit, but like, you know. Fraud. He's so stoked right now. Yeah. Living free. Yeah. The, the guys or guy or woman or guy or whatever who did it that ended up dropping her at the exact place that they should have. Dang, they're fucking they living it, yeah. it up, dude. Or not. perfectly. Yeah, so or if not. you want to get away with murder, find someone's wife uh, that, you know, there's clear tension with. The two. The husband's a complete asshole. Husband's a dick. Kill the wife. Uh, and then just kind of wait it out until the husband becomes unlikable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then just fucking plant a bunch of seeds of of um, distrust. Dislike. <laughs> um, but you know what Amber probably... Thank you, Delco, for joining us. But you know what probably Amber did, Amber Fry did, that his wife didn't? Sucked him off. Prolapsed. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.